Hey, it's Tardy to the Party's Bill Mudrum. I'm Danny Ruth. I'll call out the host. Well, we don't do that anymore. Now, <laughs> officially, yeah. We're, no. avata- we're Avatarity to the Party. Uh, we are. Uh, we were doing Disney through the decades. Yeah. But, uh. So I watched. Last time I talked to you, I was like, you know, I'll watch Zoro, some of that, some of Third Man on the Mountain, some of Shaggy Dog or whatever, see what's what. Oof, man. Oh. Boy. Did you watch both of those things? I started Third Man on the Mountain, and it was... It's people in suits climbing Swiss mountains. Is that like a Disneyland TV show? Because I've never even heard of that. No, it was a movie. It's got the the same lady from Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Oh, really? She's hot. I kind of... I don't know. She was kind of cute, but... But but that's not a reason to watch a thing, yeah. No, but it, it wasn't very exciting zora was okay but it was it was a tv show that they chopped up into a motion picture and you'll appreciate this critics at the time complained about it being too brisk paced like the editing was too brisk yeah because they were like it's too much like a tv show it moves too fast and i'm like that's that's a negative for this according to today's standards moved like maple syrup but yeah it was um, fine, but at the same well, time, it was a TV show and just kind of silly without a lot of high-stakes drama and stuff. Well, and the distance of the decade stuff, is we, we were talking about this right before we started recording, is going to be shaped by the Avatar stuff. Because I've already said that the Avatar stuff, pretty much once we're done with Avatar The Last Airbender, I am ready to pretty much wrap up the podcast. Um, yeah. Actually, I feel bad because just last night we got a fantastic email from a listener, Raymond Fernandez, who... He sent me this very sweet email uh, mm-hmm. saying, you, sh- you gotta give Legend of Korra another shot. You, sh- you should seriously reconsider doing Legend of Korra. I would not be adverse to talk about Legend of Korra someday, but I I am so fucking tired. I, it's, gonna, it's gonna take all my energy <laughs> just to do Avatar, much less... It would take us an entire other year to do Legend of Korra after that, and mm. I've already t- talked about it in the podcast. I, I'm already done now. Much less. Pretty much everything between now and the end of Avatar is pretty much just me running on fumes. And so maybe one day we'll come back and pick up the podcast again after I've had a break and we'll do Legend of Korra. But like, it is very sweet because he does talk about how um, Legend of Korra is unfairly dogged on by people for not being as good as the original Avatar, which I would agree it's not as good as the original Avatar, but it's not as bad as some people would make it out to be. But (laughs) I just wanted to mention that because, yeah. uh, Raymond's well, as, email as, was very it like as, appreciated. As the show was going on, also, it felt like the fans built their expectations up to be one thing, and then yeah. the show creators had to be a different thing, and everybody was upset it was a thing that they wanted it. it yeah, and Avatar was definitely going for like a little bit of a different vibe and everything like that. They intentionally made it different, and people didn't like that, too. And there, there, was, there was all kind mm-hmm. of inter-Avatar f- fandom reasons why people didn't like uh, Legend of Korra 2 and all you have the whole gay stuff but the the only reason I bring that up is because um, I I finally did the math earlier this week Um, if we do four episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender per week uh, Mm -hmm. along with Disney Through the Decades that is 14 weeks of Avatar from now which combined with whatever we have left in the Disney canon like so so essentially that gives us 14 weeks of Disney stuff to do, assuming the podcast ends right around the time we finish the Avatar stuff. And so, 14... I was looking at... What was the last project we just did? We just did the Disneyland Man... Mission to yeah, Mars? Man in Space. Man in space. Mars beyond. And so I was like, well, what are the... Like, if, if we could only pick... 
14 or roughly 14. It doesn't have to be exactly 14. Uh, but if we were to pick four, 14 more projects within the Disney Through the Decades collection, what should we hit? And the obvious solution is just to do mostly just the animated features. And if we mm -hmm. just do, if we just stick to the animated features, aside from Mary Poppins, because I go, we gotta do, we, we, we can't, it is in, it impossible, legally, we could finish this podcast without you doing Mary Poppins. Yeah, have we not done, did, did, did you not indulge me? In a, in a Mary Poppins episode before, because that's the one thing I was like, "Do we?" No. Okay, so we really haven't, because that no. that is my favorite Disney. If you film had of all if time. you had ever asked, I would have been like, "Yeah, yeah sure, exactly." Because yeah, it, we never asked. I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> like there wasn't a week where I was like, "Oh my god, let's just fuck it, let's just do Mary Poppins." But yeah, there's no way we can do a Disney project this big involving Bill Mudder and where we don't end up talking about fucking Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, Mary Poppins aside, I was looking at like if we just hit all the 14 animated features. Uh, left in Disney Through the Decades collection after the Disneyland stuff we did. Uh, it's, it's you know, it's, it's the big hits, Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians, Jungle Book, and all that mm -hmm. stuff. That would take us right up until about The Little Mermaid. And mm -hmm. so, which you just reminded me right before we started recording that I forgot we actually did do The Little Mermaid. The Disney, because mm -hmm. I know we did the Japanimation, the, the anime Little Mermaid. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I forgot that we did. I don't even remember that. I don't even remember watching The Little Mermaid in the last decade, much less for the podcast. I don't think it was that long ago. Uh, that's the thing. That's the kind of horrifying. It's probably like less than two years ago. But that would take us roughly up to the early 90s, you know, the, the Disney Renaissance era. And I would be totally fine if the last batch of Tardy the Party episodes were, were I was just like tackling whatever left in the 90s canon that we haven't done yet already. So, which would be, yeah, because I know we did Beauty and the Beast. So it'd be mm -hmm. like Aladdin, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Did we do Pocahontas? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, thank God. That was the one I was <laughs> And uh, we, it was boring. <laughs> Mulan. We did Hercules. Mm -hmm. You did Hercules with Dylan, yes. God, yeah. We did Emperor's New Groove. Wow. So actually, it's not a man. We, you know what? I, I, I'm the one already. I'm the. I'm pretty much the reason why if Tardy the Party is going to end, it's going to end. But I like it now, even though we did Ducktales the movie. Did we? Yeah. Oh my fucking god! We could actually kind of do some of the Disney animated studios CGI. I will. We'll, that that'll be next spring. We'll. I just. We'll, we'll. We'll see how well I survive Avatar before we start talking about how we're going to wrap up Disney through the decades. But. Yeah. But yeah. So the the fact that like. I want to be done pretty soon after Avatar kind of, yeah, will shape the future of the Disney through the decades half of the podcast as well. But yeah, from here on out, it should be mostly the animated features. And it'll be the big ones, because there's not like that many animated features that Disney did. I mean, they did a bunch, but like, compared to all the Disney through the decades stuff we've done already, there's not that much left. So I can't believe we don't get to watch Million Dollar Duck. I mean, that does... That does. Justin Morgan had a horse. Because as we've been joking about for a while, there we were like, how are we going to tackle the 60s? Because that's when everything just goes to hell. Like, yeah, because yeah. you were talking about it, even before recording today's episode, you were looking at Zorro and shit like that. And we had, like, fucking the shaggy dog... And all like the Herbie the Love Bug coming up soon. We're like, oh we my don't God. get the Don Knotts era of that, Disney. I mean, that stuff is emblematic of Disney to a certain point. None mm -hmm. of that stuff is good, but like when I was growing up, that was like the most recent Disney stuff. So I almost feel a little Don Knotts, Jodie Foster, and Kurt Russell. Oh my God! Yeah, the computer wore tennis shoes and fucking the cat that came back and all that shit. Yeah. The, 
Did you want to tackle Pete's dragon? Is that on? I didn't see that on the service. Um, I don't know. Well, like, so, uh, the, the, like I said, Disney for the Decade is still more your thing than it is mine, but, like, yeah, I, I, I just occurred to me, because I was like, well, that's a hybrid thing. But, uh, well, like, yeah. we'll tackle that on a week-by-week -week basis, but, yeah, so that's kind of... And so it's kind of interesting that, like, this... As as we're kind of, like, scheduling the final phase of Tardy of the Party, that we kind of kick off this last era of Tardy of the Party by talking about Sleeping Beauty, which was kind of, like, the last... Real big swan song for the Disney animated features department under well, while Walt mm. Disney was still alive. Mm -hmm. um, do you know anything about the history of Sleeping Beauty or anything like that? Uh, yeah, because I actually watched the documentary that they had on the Disney oh, okay. Service yeah, that's one the where extras. they talk about like, oh god, I was gonna make a Bill Cosby joke about Sleeping Beauty, but Walt Disney <laughs> being a perfect, but I can shut up, Bill. Slur to self edit, you you fucking idiot. No. <laughs> So yeah, you you talk for a while. Oh, it's fine. I'm I, it's I've always liked Sleeping Beauty best of all. I've and of um, what? It's of the Disney animated features. Really? And that is exactly what you say every single time I <laughs> say like, that. Who says that? No one says Me. that. That's a crazy person's opinion. It's got it's got fantastic art direction. Oh, that's the thing. It is the prettiest. The Disney backgrounds movie. are gorgeous. Yeah. The song and music is Tchaikovsky, so it's really good. Mm. The The princess is a, a good looking. The villainess is super badass and evil. Mm -hmm. The prince actually does stuff. Mm -hmm. It's got a comical horse. <laughs> I mean, they all don't Disney horses are good, but yeah. Yeah, they don't waste a lot of time with the forest animal friends. Uh, dicking around with that. There's a little bit, but they don't waste enough. a lot yeah, of time yeah, on yeah, them, yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. The fairies are fine. <laughs> the, the, the kings are okay. <laughs> I think, you know, yeah, yeah, it moves fast enough. Perspective. Yeah, okay, okay. It's not like I hate Sleeping Beauty, but it's always just seemed really inert to me. Like, mm. I don't think there's anything really inherently... I think the story is an, uh, a lame mess. I think, I think the, but, the worst thing about Sleeping Beauty is Aurora doesn't really have much of a character. Well, yeah, like, they could have fleshed her out. If, if anything, I've, I've just overspoken by talking about the story being a lame mess. There is no story. There really is barely any kind of a... It's, I mean, it's Sleeping Beauty. I think the actual fairy tale, there's even less of a story than this. Yeah, it's funny because, like... The, the actual Sleeping Beauty is she falls asleep, <laughs> the prince shows up, he fucks her, she wakes up. God, have you heard some of the, like, variants? Like, the different versions? That's, like, why, the, that's <laughs> why I just said what I said. The, like, there's the Italian version, I think, and that's, like, mm -hmm. uh, fucking... Yeah, the prince, he pulls a Bill Cosby and gets her pregnant. And then, yeah. like, his wife, because he, he, I guess, like, maybe he's a king and not even a prince. But his queen, like, then takes those babies and commands the chef to, like, bake them into a pie. But then the chef is like, I'm not going to kill kids and put them in a pie. I'm going to replace them with a lamb. And all, it's a fucking wild story, like, so that yeah. original Italian. I don't even know. I don't even know. Hey, like, what the heck was wrong with Italians between that and Pinocchio? <laughs> what the fuck? Seriously. Well, it's yeah. kind of funny because, like, I know, like, there's different versions of the Sleeping Beauty story, but aside from maybe that crazy Italian story, like, the story really is just Lady Falls Asleep, she gets cursed, falls asleep, Prince wakes her up, and yeah. You have different versions where, like... That <laughs> this was back when Pete Creative was considering, I made a story about a princess who falls asleep on a pee. <laughs> Seriously, exactly, yeah. And, like, at least with, like, Pinocchio and stuff, that, that's based on a book... And there's whole kinds of characters and different, like, uh, like, ad 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 adapting Pinocchio 
as an editorial act where you have to whittle things down and try to fit that into a movie. Whereas, like, you have to kind of do the reversal with Sleeping Beauty because there's not enough for movies, so you kind of have to make stuff up. And so for mm. this adaptation, they mostly went, like, I guess we'll, we'll we'll have the fairies do a whole bunch of stuff. And yeah. I have seen interviews where people, like, on Sleeping Beauty, they'll be all like, Sleeping Beauty is so much more interesting than, like, Snow White, because Snow White, you can tell, like, it's an early Disney movie, because they had to come up with all these gags with the seven dwarfs to fill up the runtime of the movie. We didn't have to do that with Sleeping Beauty. I'm like, no, you just kind of gave the same, gave, save the game, gave the same uh, gags to... The, the, the fairies, which is not bad. I like the fairies, but it is like mm -hmm. their whole shtick is just like killing runtime. Um, yeah. And like, so <laughs> man. So, but yeah, no, it is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. um, the movie was. So, wasn't it the thing of like. I know by this time, because like, this came out in 1959, even though I think the Disney company had been working on it for most of the 50s. Like, even before Sleeping Beauties. You know, before Disneyland opened. Is it I think they started in 1952 or something like that. Is it the thing? Is it Sleeping Beauty's Castle in Disneyland? Because mm -hmm. I think they called it Sleeping Beauty's Castle. The idea of like the Sleeping Beauty movie might be out by the time the park was done, and that didn't you happen. Can, you can you can walk through it and see like the story of Sleeping Beauty. Do they still the have castle? that? I don't know. Because I've heard people say that's I actually through really kind of cool for something that's kind of inert and doesn't have any movie yeah, parts. Yeah, I walked yeah. through it once and said, all right. Yeah, like, and then I never did it again. There's a painting of Maleficent. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's very passive. Um, yeah. But by the time this finally really did enter, like, real hardcore production. Hardcore production. But, like, by the time they were actually animating this feature, like, in the late 50s after Disneyland had opened... Mm -hmm. Walt Disney himself had really moved on and was no longer really personally overseeing the, the animated features anymore. And so he was kind of checked out on this movie. And the, well, what, like they may say, say something different in the documentary that you saw. I haven't seen it. But I, I remember the thing was he like his only real contribution to this movie was like, hey, all of our movies. This may have been something as a result. He was OK. I need I'm thinking through 13 different ways at once here. His big contribution to this movie was, hey, we always produce all this great concept art for these animated features, but the finished product never looks like the beautiful concept art. This time yeah. I want it to look like the concept art. This guy, Ivan Earl, I really like his art style. I want the finished film to look like his stuff to the point where we're going to have him paint all the background paintings in there and design all the characters and shit like that. Yeah, and that guy had, like, control. Like, yeah. And animators went to Disney and were like, hey, his colors are fucking with our animation, and Disney a, yeah. was like, I don't care. I w Listen to the man. Yeah, that, that's if, if that's what it takes to make this movie look like his paintings, that's what we're gonna do. In the documentary I watched, they, they said all that, and uh, they were like, and you know, you look at the Marion Blair stuff, and the animation just didn't look enough like her actual concept drawings, <laughs> and I was like, hmm, that's kind of a good thing. Yeah, have you seen her concept art? She draws like a child. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, because Ivan Earl, she, uh, Mary Blair and Ivan Earl shared a very similar, like, color, um, sensibilities, where it's, like, lots of, like, bright colors offset by, like, deep blacks and dark greens and shit like that. And, um, what the yeah. fuck else was I gonna say? Oh, and I know that part of the other thing about this movie is also shaped, too, because this is the 1950s, and, uh, movies, theatrical films were really feeling the heat from television, because television was really taking off. And Disney had put so much, so much of Disney's animation department was just doing animation for like the Disneyland TV show and stuff like that. And so Disney was already like, man, like 
like if if we're gonna if we're gonna draw crowds to the theater and compete with TV, we need to make this movie look extra gorgeous. I think it's part of the reason why he was so much. We need to make this look like an Irvin Isle or uh, Ivan Arnold painting. Just 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 so it'll give it a unique look. Uh, compared to everything else we've done before, but then he was like, well, how do we also differentiate this from animation that we're doing on TV? Like, we'll make it a big, super widescreen 70mm production, which I know that fucked with the animators, too, because now, like, the screen space is, like, twice as wide as what they were usually used to dealing with and stuff like that. And, yeah, the whole thing turned out to be super expensive. Uh, and I guess the movie, it grossed a lot of money at the box office, but not enough to offset its monstrous costs. And mm -hmm. so, after this, what's, I th is it 101 Dalmatians, it the next animated feature after this? Uh, yes. You could totally see, so. like, after this, Disney, the Because Dis that's when they started Xeroxing. Xeroxing, and the backgrounds are totally, this is, this is the last time Disney spends a lot of money Especially while it was live, but generally, this is the last big-budget animated fairy tale Disney does until Beauty and the Beast almost 30 years later. Nothing's ever looked this good. Because <laughs> even, even The Little Mermaid, that was a fairy tale, but they weren't, like, splurging, spending the money on it, like, consciously, like they did with Beauty and the Beast. Like, well, I'm sure, uh, hopefully we talked about this during the Beauty and the Beast, but yeah, that was because... The Little Mermaid had done so well, Disney had the money they could be like, hey, let's splurge, let's do what they did back in the day. And this is the last example of that from the Golden Era, where Disney's yeah. live and they're spending money and it's a fairy tale. And this even has the opening just like Pinocchio and... With the... Oh, it's an ugly book with the gems. Book. Just, the most uh, ugly so they, books. They, they loaded Homer's makeup <laughs> shotgun exactly. with gems and shot it at this book. They gotta still have those books lying around, right? There's gotta be like... I would imagine. You think even at the parks, like when you go into Sleeping Beauty's castle, you think they would have that book on a pedestal. Like even if it's, even if it's under like bulletproof glass. I don't know. Maybe they made something that looks better than this. I mean, you probably, that's the thing. If you actually wanted to make it look like you would design a new book and put it out on display, but like, yeah, so it's like, it even has the fairy tale opening of like Once Upon a Time, there was blah, 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 but yeah. Yeah. Um, I really, there was a king. At... Yeah, oh, good. Now go finish it. No, talk. I was just going to say, like, I, and just one last thing Ivan Earl's art design for this thing was really, and they, they kind of play off of this with the, the illustration of the books at the beginning. The, the, the art design of this movie was really based off of Gothic, like, 14th and 15th century art where people still had not figured out perspective because yeah. that didn't happen until the Renaissance a couple of Oh no, later. someone turned to the side! Yeah, ah! So this is all, like, that art style back in the day was all very flat figures with, like, fucked up perspective. But that's How do you kinda, draw a pig? Make a square. It's like a dog with no hair. Like, what, what, <laughs> like, I love it back in the, it makes it really feel like these people were fundamentally stupid. That they did, like, <laughs> What does a lion look like? I don't know, it looks like Phil. Draw <laughs> Phil's face. like, like, like they, they seem to understand that, like, if you want to make something look far away, you make it smaller. But they never seem to understand, like, yeah, per basic perspective lines. Like, yeah. you think that they just, if they just traced over reality, they could have gotten right. But everything looks like they this yeah, it looks like Mary Blair drew everything is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so you can kind of there's a little bit of that flavor in these in the illustrations in the storybook page at the start, too, where like which was, of course, was drawn by Ivan Earl and stuff like that. Like, go ahead. Oh, it's fine. There was a king and a queen. They wanted a baby, and they got one. Named that baby Aurora, like the dawn or whatever. I guess it's Latin and, for dawn, yeah. And they were so hyped, they threw a party and invited everybody, even the peasants, because they were so excited about this hot new baby. Even the peasants. Oh. Fuck you. 
What they did? <laughs> the lonely peasants got to come see the baby. Come witness God. the baby. Fucking hate the royalty, but what are you gonna do? It's a Disney feature. It's a Disney. And then fairy they sing tale. a song about like hail to the princess Aurora, and they they do the they do the quote unquote rhyme hail to the princess Aurora. All of her subjects adore her. Hey, <laughs> was that supposed wrong. to be sung with an accent? That is, yeah. Was, <laughs> Hail to the Princess Aurora. All of the subjects <laughs> adore her. Yeah, you have to be from Boston in order for that to work. Also, this also brings up a point. This movie is kind of a musical. There's like three songs in it, and this is like one of them. Like, you've got yeah. this. You have what one day... Well, no, the the, the, the big song that... Once Upon a Dream. Is that kind of it? Uh, she sings another song it, right before Once Upon a Dream. Oh, okay, but it's there's like a little this, ditty. It's not even a full, yeah. Yeah, there's a song that they sing when they're putting everybody to sleep. I, like, uh, I remember hearing that, like, I guess, like... And then that rap Maleficent does. <laughs> yeah, just like, just like the Wicked Witch of the Way. Yeah, the Wicked Witch uh -huh. from uh, Into the Woods. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's also weird, too. This movie couldn't decide if it wanted to be a musical or not. And it well, will, there were yeah, there were two other musical like at least two other uh, songs that they had written, oh, yeah? but they were really kind of goofy and didn't fit in, so they just cut them and, and that's did weird ones. Wasn't there like I remember? Wasn't there like a musical thing where like the king has like he's talking about how he has a painting of Aurora, like he's sad to let her go, like because I remember like there's something about like it's weird that like I'm already jumping ahead a little bit, but like. The fact that the king has to give up... It, well, the king and queen. It doesn't have to be... But, like... The well, fact you can forget about mentioning the queen because the movie does. But, like, well... Yeah. They're, like, only the king cares about his daughter. Uh, just because, away. yeah, I just remember hearing that Poor he queen. got a song. I guess she didn't get, get to be part of the song. But I remember there, like, being something about, like... Which you think that would have been a good song moment where, like, the king has to give up his daughter to the, to the three fairies... And like that's yeah. not even like uh that's not even a, a dramatic beat in this movie even without music. It's just like silently like you kind of see this the the, the the king and queen kind of looking sad while the fairies are taking their kid yeah. away. But like he says with a heavy heart, already, they watch their only daughter. Yeah, I'm already jumping ahead because but yeah. Anyway, so we, uh, one last thing too I want to point out in terms of art design and stuff like that. Um, and you really see this at the opening where uh the the, the camera is panning across all these people attending. Uh, the revelation of Princess Aurora. You really get to see the character design is kind of flat and pointy and kind of mm -hmm. like the very 1950s, like almost like UPA influenced kind of like flat character design where everything's like hyper angular. And, yeah. and I think it looks cool. I, I really think the character design and the color design, everything like really fits. Like I know the animators hated having to animate characters that were going to have to plug into these hyper-fussy, super-detailed backgrounds. But I think that, like, the pointy, flat nature of the character designs just all look so nice, and the colors in this movie pop so well. And the uh, the opening in this, mo this movie is probably the best example of just the mixture of the colors and the character designs and all that stuff. It just really looks really cool. But anyway, but yeah, mm -hmm. go ahead. And on this most hyped day... King Stefan and his queen, who doesn't get a name, invited yeah, their friend, yeah. King Herbert and his Prince Philip, deciding this eight-year-old boy gonna marry their new baby. Totally not weird at all, guys. Not not at all. There is the cute moment. It's probably the cutest moment in the whole movie, where, like, they say, like, and thus Prince Philip looked upon his future bride, and, like, he just makes a face like a little kid, where he's like, he's like, what the fuck is this? Which I thought that was yeah. cute. <laughs> Yeah. It's very much like that's that's a joke made to appeal to old grandmas. They're like, oh, look mm. at him. He doesn't like the child 
bride that he's being forced to marry. Isn't it so cute? <laughs> like, my dad said she was going to be way hotter. <laughs> well, he's the baby. I don't want to fuck a baby. That's what, <laughs> that should have been his line in the movies. I don't want to fuck a... I have to fuck that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then the good fairy showed up. Floor, Flana, and Merryweather. That was a great name. Yeah. yeah, each of them's gonna give the baby a gift. Floor goes first, giving her the most important gift of all. Beauty! Gotta be hot! Ugh. That baby's gotta be hot, because if you aren't hot, what are you even doing Is with your life? Is this to suggest she would have been, like, an uggo? <laughs> ah, yeah. Uggo. She would have been fucking... Oh my gosh, she would have looked like a Family <laughs> Guy character if they had stepped in. If you, if you look real close in the background, when she says, My gift would be the gift of beauty, you can see the... The king kind of wipe his brow and be like, phew! That's gonna fix a lot of our problems. Even if it's <laughs> stupid as shit, we could still get, pass her off to, like, what a really powerful country, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. god, yeah. Fauna's like, ah, I guess I'll give her the song of... The gift of song, I whoop do I guess, I here we go. I didn't catch that she says song. I was like, did yeah. she say sauna? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make her a sauna. Well, even the phrasing song, I was like, oh, so she can sing well. It's not like he yeah. gave her a song. And every time they do this, like, the camera cuts out to this huge galaxy thing, where they just fill her to fill up time, where it's like, oh, yeah. we just spilled a bunch of paint on a, on a turntable, and that suddenly becomes 30 seconds of footage, but yeah. Merryweather's about to give her a gift, but shit, fuck damn! Somebody gone and done forgot to got invite that big bully Maleficent. Yay. Some intern is definitely getting fired at the castle later today. <laughs> uh yeah. Um, yeah, do they usually invite Maleficent and? And they usually play that game where they invite her, but she just turns them down. But the one time they forgot to send an invite, that's the whole time. So she's like, "Motherfucker, they send me if I will show up this time." She spends the whole time kind of just. Hovering around the dessert <laughs> uh, just... buffet section. Yeah, I love the idea. Have you tried these cookies? <laughs> They're to die for. She just, and uh, well, she she's got all these everyone. henchmen to, to feed, so she just steals like everything from the cookie plate. <laughs> Filling her purse. They're like, if that's whatever it takes for her to get in and out of here without like bugging us, that's fine. We can sacrifice the cookie plate. Yeah. And she's like, hey guys, I see. I guess you lost in my invitation in the mail, so uh, I just wanted to check and make sure that's what happened. And Merryweather's like, yeah, you weren't wanted, bitch. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh man. Well, I guess I'll go then. And the queen, dumb dumb that she is, opens her mouth and is like, you're not mad. And she's like, no. Is that like the show you I'm not. One line I'm that going the queen to give. Gets? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to so. give that baby a gift too. Uh, and her gift is that she's gonna prick her finger uh, before the sun sets on her 16th birthday and die. So that's cool. That's not a very good gift. You think? Queen's like, hey, did, can we, did, did you keep the receipt? Can we trade that in for something of equal or lesser value? The king would be like, as she's like making this lengthy pronouncement about how she's cursing the baby, you think the king would be like, so, is somebody gonna stab her? Like what? Like <laughs> everyone's just this? watching her do this. Like, yeah. not to get all cinema sense, but it is kind of like, hey, like, She's not paying what attention. That? She's like just doing a curse. Someone stab her now, or at least one of the what fairies. The like shoot her with lightning or something. Come on. Yeah. What the heck is that weird sound effect they use for the staff getting slammed against the ground? They use it a couple times. Yeah, the big like. It's like they found the echo echoiest room they could and dropped something. Yeah, man. Like her entrance and exit, where like she's like turns into a like the sphere of like green fire and disappears and like especially when she mm -hmm. like melts away like she turns into a staff and then like vanishes and just like man maleficent so is, that's she's voiced by the evil stepmom from cinderella right mm -hmm. yeah and i love her character design she and um 
uh, Aurora were both uh, designed and animated by Mark Davis, who he was the hot lady designer at Disney, and you can totally tell because like they're both like Aurora and Maleficent could almost be mother and daughter, even though even the Queen could be like stepsister. Because like it's, it's um, funny how the Queen is just Aurora with like a different hair. You know, but like I, f- I feel like somewhere on the internet there's defo oh, uh, you... fan art of them as Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Oh. <laughs> Especially because you got one of them was green, like that's totally. And with the kind of. Oh, hooky I never nose. thought about that. Yeah. Why would you? Why did I think of that? Oh god, <laughs> you, you could probably make a couple bucks making that into a poster or something like that. But, you know. Yeah. So. So the king's like, "Hey, grab that monster!" And the guards start to approach her, and she's like, "Hey, back up, assholes!" And then she goes whoop and vanishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. green flame everywhere. It's great. Yeah, and. Laura's like, don't worry, Meriwether still got her spell, and she's like, yeah, but I can't reverse it, but I can make sure that if some dude that loves her gives her corpse a smooch, that'll wake her up and bring her back to life, so uh, that's cool, I guess. It's very cinema so they burn all where this- you could very much be like, well, why does she, like, why does she just make it that instead of dying, she just falls, sleeps for like half an hour and then wakes back up? Why does it have to be she will sleep forever until true love's kiss or anything like that? But that's, it's a fairy tale. What are you gonna do? But, yeah. yeah. So uh, they burn all the spinning wheels and all the land that very night, sixteen years in advance. Good thinking. Uh, so by but shouldn't everyone I also be guess... nude after this point, <laughs> or at least like wearing their sixteen-year-old yeah. tattered clothing because no one's <laughs> been able to like make fresh fabric for sixteen years? But yeah, I guess Maleficent does say before the sun sets on her sixteenth birthday. She doesn't say on the day of her 16th birthday, so she could prick her finger at any point in her life and die. Well, that's kind of so like I get rid of them now. Yeah, yeah. There, I've seen people. She's... I've seen people, like there's been debates online as to whether or not her. Does that mean that like she will only be pr- be pricked on her 16th birthday? No, she's saying that anytime between now and yeah. So what? Mm-hmm. So, uh, hanging out later, Meriwether, Flora, and Fawn are all sitting around drinking magic tea. Meriwether would like to turn her into an old fat hot toad, but. They can only use their magic for good. Did you what? recognize Meriwether's voice at all, Bill? Uh, what was the rest of that party like? Was the, did that kill That's the party? Because, <laughs> like, it's funny because they go straight from, like, the curse to, like, later. And I guess yeah. the fairies are the only ones who stuck around. Like, yeah, did they keep on celebrating? Or is that kind of like, well, <laughs> I guess everyone's going home. I guess, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Yeesh. no. Um... Who, I know Meriwether is great, because, well, so there's, I always forgot the other two, but Meriwether is the one with her actual personality, because yeah. she's the short squat one with the cheeks and everything like that, she's very cute. No, who does her voice? It's the lady, the lady from Lady and the Tramp. Really? Yeah. What? It's funny, because, like, Meriwether sounds like, maybe it's me just projecting over the character design, but she always part, I always thought she was, like, such, like, not like a super older voice actress, but... Oh, that's, that's, hmm, okay. Well, I'm glad to see she kept on getting work. Yeah. Isn't it? Is the king voiced by Captain Hook? Is that what it is? Because I think talking in others, I think because Captain Hook showed up again in uh, Davy Crockett. And I thought, I thought we had mentioned then that like he shows up in Sleeping Beauty. I don't. I think he did. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll double check. But I would. I really wasn't like. I thought. I, I thought I, I heard at least one of the voices in this kind of sound like ah. Captain had that kind of like quality to it, but I couldn't remember if it was like the king, or if it was like the other. Uh, because like, I recognize their Prince voice. Philip's dad shows Taylor, up. Taylor, 
Oh, okay. Taylor Holmes and Bill Thompson. Whoever those oh, that because it wasn't Hans Connery as the voice of Captain Hook, right? Yeah. 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 Um, uh, well, it's also weird, too, because they didn't necessarily keep the best records of exactly who voiced who back in the day sometimes, because sometimes they would, like, decide oh, that, like, so, one voice actor's their voice wasn't working out, but then, like, the credit wouldn't be updated for who actually did do most of the voicing, so it could be a little fudgy sometimes. The... The chubbier kink uh, is the guy that did the voices for everything in Disney. Oh, Mr. just Smee, the one, yeah, the other uh, yeah, the guy, yeah. Jacques in Lady and the Tramp, yeah. the White Rabbit. Because by the mid-50s, the, the Disney had really, really, they really did have their specific troop of white voice actors yeah. they loved to use all the time, so, yeah. Well, that's cool, I'm and, like, glad the, to see the lady that did Floor, the lead fairies, the one that did the voices and everything, the, this fairy godmother in Cinderella, the evil queen. Oh, in, uh, yeah, that's... The, the, the Queen in um, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, really? The, the yeah, the stepmother or not the stepmother, the the, the aunt in Lady and the Tramp. Oh, because I just remember the like the evil Queen in in uh, Alice in Wonderland being so shrill. I'm kind of yeah. surprised. Like, although I guess your voice actor, you're gonna have different voices. It's not always gonna be like yeah, the lady of voice. I would hope that the lady of voice. The Queen of Hearts wasn't constantly like, ah, da, 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 da. yeah, okay. She did the elephant matriarch in Dumbo. You know? <laughs> the elephant matriarch, Disney... which we will never know. Well, Dumbo Yay! have to be the last episode of Tardy the Party we actually do if we're gonna do like. No. God, anyway, but yeah, I'm so glad we don't have to worry. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen Dumbo. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Oh, so man. they're trying to figure out what the heck to do. These fairies, and uh, and. They zoop themselves into Tiny and hide inside a little, like, uh, jewelry box or whatever. And Flora gets an idea. She says, hey, I'm going to turn Aurora into a flower because a flower can't prick its finger, which is great. Till Maleficent sends a frost and Fauna says, she always ruins your best flowers. And I like the idea of what a petty bitch Maleficent is that she sees floor making flowers and is like oh man i'll show her i'm gonna send a frost and fuck up all of her flowers it does suggest like what is maleficent's life like that she's just likes to torment these three chubby fairies i love how dramatic that sleeping beauty is but like this really does suggest like the super petty maleficent (laughs) is this their next door neighbor just fucking with the shit like she's not evil like she's trying to murder people but she's just a petty bitch like, yeah, it's not like she's sitting in the snow front, like or like you think she would be sitting there, cause like she's so much like the powers of hell. It's just funny to think that like no, she just has a frost. She's like fuck your flowers, doink. Like yeah, it's just yeah. I love the I love the idea of mundane petty bullshit <laughs> that <laughs> this super evil motherfucker would be doing. The person who would go on to like fuel the story of Kingdom Hearts because she's so evil that her mm-hmm. evil transcends dimensions is just like mm, I'm gonna make it a little bit colder than it should be to kill your fly to Don't kill these fat ladies <laughs> flowers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh so she can't turn I'm surprised with this old timing stuff they weren't like, let's just cut off her fingers. Yeah, seriously, like Cut off the baby's fingers. That'd I'm, be cool. I'm sure someone like somewhere in Germany she's, in like fifteen ninety seven, that was their version of the story. She's gonna be so hot nobody will be able to look at her hands anyway. <laughs> she's got stumps for him. Like she has no fingers, she just has like fucking stumpy hooves for her <laughs> hands. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they just knit her a pair of mittens? 
Yeah. She just has to wear mittens until she's 17. You know, she's just Make her into a horse or something. Shocking lack of finger dexterity until she's, you know, older, but yeah. These fucking fairies came up with two plans. And we're like, I guess we'll go with the second one. This they didn't, is... <laughs> didn't so think of is... anything else. We can turn her into a flower or we can take her away from her parents for 16 years. Which is Those weird are because their two plans. I guess they're worried that, like, Maleficent might do something else because, like, the curse is already there. So unless mm -hmm. they're worried that, like, Maleficent is going to show up and try to murder the princess, like... They've done already most of what they can. I don't know. I thought I had missed something, and I rewound it a couple times just to make sure that, like, <coughs> like what the reasoning is why they have to take in the princess for 16 years. Because, like... Because Maleficent doesn't understand love or compassion or anything. She'll, she'll never expect somebody to love a baby and hide it in the forest away from its parents that love it. Especially because if the, if the king has already burned all of the spindles in, in, mm -hmm. in the kingdom and stuff like that, like, they've pretty much done all the... Yeah, there's no reason. I think that this may be just the Disney affectation, the idea that, like, uh, the Aurora just ends up with the fairies for 16 years, because, like, I know other versions of the story that, like, like Aurora just stays with her family and they're just waiting for the, the curse to happen, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, cat. So they're gonna <clears throat> take the baby to a cabin and hide. No magic, no wings. Just live like mortals. Gah. So I guess they're mortally afraid that, like, yeah, if they use their magic, it's gonna, like, so I guess Maleficent, even though she sends, she keeps on sending Frost to kill their flowers, I guess she doesn't know where the fairies live? Or wouldn't I recognize guess. them if they don't have their fairy wings, I guess? Yeah. I guess, I don't know. Yeah. So they gotta go tell the king and the queen, hey, we're gonna take your baby for the next 16 years, cool? Cool. Yeah, and that's, you just see one shot of, like, the king and queen from behind as the fairies kind of walk off with the baby. Yeah. And, like, you think it would be, like, this, this big, huge emotional moment in the movie, but... It, I mean, it's played off. There's well, a little bit of a sad montage that happens, but like... The voiceover does say, Many sad and lonely years passed for Stefan and his people. Yeah, because I'm sure his people were like, Oh, I'm so lonely without that baby. Oh, that baby that was literally here for a day and a half. What are we going to do I'm without so that I'm so lonely. Yeah. Not, the, not the king and his queen. No, the <laughs> king and his people. This king and the queen set... They got set to fucking to make a replacement baby. Mm-hmm. So, 16 years later, and Maleficent's baddies, her little hired goons, weren't able to find the baby. Because for 16 years, she didn't think to check in with them, and they just been looking in every cradle, because they've been looking for a baby for 16 years. This kind of makes Maleficent seem a little bit stupider than I think the movie intends to. That, like, the day before Aurora's 16th birthday is the first time that Maleficent goes, Oh, fuck. We've been looking for a baby for 16 years. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, I mean, I guess this kind of precludes there ever being, like, a like a Sleeping Beauty prequel series. Because, like, every episode, it would be, like, fucking uh, Maleficent just going, Where's the baby? Where's the baby at? For 16 years straight in the... Ugh, it's just like, yeah, okay. Which is such the weirdest explanation as to why she hasn't been able to find the baby this whole time because she's just been looking for a bit it's just I, I don't know why, why even call attention to the fact they've been looking for a baby this whole this whole time and they didn't think about it growing up it's just the weirdest i don't know but, yeah, yeah it's a she weird blast the hell out of them yeah. this stupid tired looking raven's her last hope go Man, find aurora she, she will be totally banging that's how you know who she is I, you can totally tell, because I know this is one of the movies that, um, 
Who's the guy who did Dragon Slayer? Oh, uh, Don Bluth. Don Bluth. You can tell, like, some of these goblin guys. Like, the henchmen. Yeah. You can tell, like, oh, those are, like, like... Because they, they just kind of look haggard enough and stuff. Like, they're not doing the Don Bluth twisty hands, but, like, you totally tell, like... Yeah, some of those characters are not very Don Bluth-ish, but... Mm -hmm. So, in a shitty, worn-down cottage, that like, the the roof needs t patching and stuff. These, these ladies not been uh, keeping up on their repairs. Uh, the fairies had raised the baby, and they named her Briar Rose. It, it's her birthday, and they're gonna make her super cool dress. Pink. No blue. No pink. No. So they send her out to get berries, so they won't, she won't catch them. Uh, hey, why didn't why did, did her birthday have to be on the same day as her actual birthday? Why not make it a day later? Kind of, you know. Yeah, lie a little bit. Um, yeah. Especially, do they have a calendar? It's high the calendar is offset by a single day. Or just, like, say, hey, this is going to sound weird, but, like, we want to do birthday stuff for you, but we're just going to wait until midnight. We're not going to tell mm -hmm. you why, but, like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not like, I don't think Aurora would be that caring that much about, like, we're not doing birthday stuff on my exact, like, there's multiple ways they could work around this. But... Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Flora's gonna sew her dress, a dress for for Aurora, uh, even though she's never sewn before. Fauna's gonna cook a huge, fancy, like eighteen layer cake, even though she's never cooked. Right? Has Mary Weather been doing everything? Yeah, for there is like years? again. Get <laughs> this, this is again. Cinema sense kicking in. We were like, yeah, how do they? Because it's been sixteen years. Like, yeah, Mary Weather literally. Like, I would be but surprised. Their inner dynamic seems to be the Mary Weather is like the only kind of more practical one meriwether is the only one who's like we need to do magic the only way we don't know how to do this stuff we need to do yeah so yeah maybe she has been or maybe it's just that like this whole time the one who wants to cook just happens to have been the one who's never really cooked before so maybe she wants mm -hmm. to cook as like one last little send-off thing like I yeah she, got said, to cook. she does say that it's her last chance to cook okay that's what it is so, yeah okay okay but it still doesn't make a lot of sense. But that's the one hand wavy thing you're gonna like. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They get a little whisper, wistful, thinking about the last terrible sixteen years that they <laughs> lived on gruel. They're loudly and stuff. bitching about what a fucking <laughs> what a fucking hassle it's been raising a goddamn. It is very cute because they do send Aurora out, and they're being very loud about her plans. Like, we gotta make a cake. We gotta make a dress. And as soon as she's out of the house, they're like, "You don't think she knows, do you?" And like you see Aurora outside, and she's like, hmm, "Of course she she's she heard everything. She knows exactly what's going yeah. on. It's very cute, yeah." Mm -hmm. And but meanwhile, Aurora's out in the forest, singing with all her forest animals, just saying, "Hot damn, these background paintings look real good." This is the most. Is this the most Disney like princess singing to the animals moment in all of the Disney animated fandom before Disney animated Probably. canon before they started like making fun of moments like this. Because this is, yeah. like, it's, I mean, it doesn't, it's funny, too, because this is the one sequence in the well, movie. Well, I don't know, because Cinderella, the animals, do talk, and they wear clothes. Yeah, and they, I guess they weren't forest animals. They were, like, rats who lived in, and, like, this yeah. movie started, of, of course, it was the first day of the animation, but with Snow White's, she, but, like, it's, it's funny that, like, this seems more, because this is the only time in the movie we actually see Aurora conscious and doing anything, it kind of mm. makes it even seem that much more iconic that all she is doing is just singing and talking to animals. 
So this feels like yeah. like the ultimate like Disney princess talking to the animals in the forest, and they all the all the birds are alighting on her finger and like doing all that like classic Disney princess bullshit. But yeah, but this is it's funny for this movie that like this is the most we actually get to see Aurora like up on two legs doing anything. Like she has no. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the movie she's, she's on her back. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> work, oh, back. she was but, asleep. Like, it's she was just... asleep. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. <laughs> well, yeah, this this is it. This like whole like ten minute sequence. This is the apex. This this is the fastest mm-hmm. the story moves is right here. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no Man, background else... paintings. This is also too like yeah, we really get to show off like all the square bushes and all the square trees and yeah, it's fucking. I don't it remember is fucking gorgeous. where oh, I God. saw it, but I saw the like at some point I saw uh, the. Um... Like what? How they painted these and like the order that they did that shit in and man. Oh, like painting the like distant the, background to the like yeah, like the, and the stuff. well the background and how then black in certain spots and like painting over the black because I think that's one of the things that makes it stand out so much is like a lot of the stuff like behind the trees leaves it's black and yeah not like a dark green or something. Yeah, well th- that kind of goes back to what I was saying with um. Ivan Earl shared with Mary Blair and that they use a lot of black to offset the bright colors just and that kind of makes the bright colors like that much brighter like I like because yeah. like a lot of people think like the way the the way you makes looks you make something look bright and colorful by just adding as much colorful as much color as possible but no it's a really more of a thing about contrast yeah mm-hmm. so if you have black it makes like the greens on top pop even more and and yeah and almost to the point that I almost wonder if some of the stuff I almost like wonder if they did like a Batman animated thing where, like, I can almost see them starting off, like, drawing on black paper and then just adding all the light and color on top of that. Because, like, because, yeah, there's I can't, so much... I can't remember if I yeah. saw something that, like, showed the process of one of these, like, and them doing that painting on black, or if I, I saw somebody be... yeah. recre- recreating it in the style that they did in Star Man, black. too, this is also one of the... This I think this is the first Disney movie I bought on Blu-ray. After I got mm-hmm. an HD TV for the first time, man, like this is the first time like I watching a Disney movie. Like, there's not a ton of multiplane shots in this movie, but there's a couple, and I think a couple of them happened during the sequence, where like it was so HD, like you could see every little fucking like you could see like how some of the tree textures are just like they didn't even paint it with a paintbrush, but just like bits of like sponge they used to sponge the texture onto the glass, and like you could actually yeah. see like scratches in the glass. On the moving mm-hmm. different planes of, of, of the multiplane camera system. Like, it was the first time watching a Disney movie where we're like, okay, I'm seeing shit I'm not supposed to be seeing because, like, this is such a high definition scan and it looks so good. And, like, yeah. yeah, it looks like, yeah, where the background paintings look like fucking like an animated screensaver, not like even a movie because it's so crisp and, yeah, so beautiful. But... I would like to see this on the big screen, but I don't think Disney is ever going to do that again. Man, if you can get like a 70 millimeter print. And the terrible thing is, like, the way, like, modern movie, like, theaters work now, I don't know. You'd be hard pressed to find a theater that could show it in as. as as bright and as clear a presentation as just watching it on your own 4K TV at home. Yeah. That's kind of the sad thing, but, yeah. yeah. But that would be cool. Yeah, fuck. Shit, yeah. Fuck shit, yeah. Oh, this is pretty moving. So, uh, in the distance, uh, there's a man <laughs> with a happening. red hat. Yeah. The plot is happening. He hears some singing and is like, oh, that ba- that, lady, that lady sounds hot over there. The, the singing. I forgot that is. Just, he go. just hears her singing and that's it, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, let's go check it out. And his horse is like, fuck you, no. He's like, hey, 
if we go check it out, I'll give you some carrots oh, and some Oh, extra oats. bucket of oats, yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. So they go jumping over things and and logs and, and mm -hmm. valleys and hills, but the prince falls off and he says, no oats and splashes the horse, and it's all very cute. Does... Do and it gives them it? more character than Aurora. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, he has more lines in this movie than Aurora does. Um, yeah. Do we get to see his like hat and cloak get knocked off? Because I know no, he has like, the, well, the water he, on he his falls ass. In the he falls in the water and later he hangs it up to dry. Which oh, that's funny. what it is. Because I remember yeah. like I was I rewound it and I was like, wait, how does exactly does he get out of his outfit? But yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Aurora's man. picking berries, singing a song about wondering... At least it's not a song about I wanting, wanting, because that became a Disney yeah, trope about princesses is, not well, being happy with their life. Because she's only got, And if like, anybody could want more, it's the lady that's been living in a house with two very lazy... Ladies. yeah. <laughs> yeah, three old ladies, two that don't do anything, and one does all the sewing and cooking. God damn, I'm just watching the animation, though, but, like, her twirling around and just, like, the pleated skirts Oh, her dress, hair, all the lines. Just the fucking, it's so, I mean, her I know they, so good. this is heavily motion capture referenced, motion capture, yeah. uh, but but it's still, like, it's 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 doing the nice thing where you can tell it's it's live action reference, but it's not so beholden to the footage that it looks dead. It's, like, the perfect combination of, like, okay, I could totally see how they had an actress doing that on a stage. But it still looks like a living cartoon. It's not, yeah, it does, doesn't have that dead. They took the time to have her have, yeah. They took the time for her to have bare feet when they could have just easily had her have like black, uh, yeah, ballet exactly. slipper shoe yeah. things on, and and it's just really elegant. Didn't as hell. have to animate. That's that's yeah. Mm -hmm. It just fuck, fuck, man, fucking. Oh, look at the background paintings and the her character design and the movement. <laughs> just like fuck. The, I, the, I'm sure this is one of those things where I'm sure like the making of a special feature just talked about almost exclusively the art and design of this movie because like there's so little else it to talk did, about. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's on Disney Plus if you want to watch it under the extra section. Oh, it is just like a, like an extra like hour long yeah. making of thing. Okay, yeah. I'm glad to it's, see at talk, least some talk. of that stuff from the Blu-rays ported over. Good. Yeah, they talk to people like who worked on it. They do talk to Don Bluth a little bit and everything. Okay, yeah. he does show. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he does show up looking like a skeleton, like <laughs> Don Bluth always has. I mean, he is old enough to have animated on Sleeping Beauty, so even if he had yeah. not looked like a skeleton before, he should be like he should be a skeleton, an actual literal skeleton right now. Um, does he? He's like, oh, I wanted to put her in a titty dress like Princess Daphne from Dragon's Lair, but they wouldn't <laughs> let me do it. I'm so angry. <laughs> it's almost like Mormons have some sort of repressed sexuality <laughs> deep inside of them. <laughs> God. Oh man, and her also her the bare feet. I wonder how many. You know, I'm sure that's a thing with some people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, somebody working at Disney did, but between that and and uh, Cinderella. Was she? Been... Oh, I forgot that because we talked about that being a foot. Yeah. Oh god. god yeah. God, the internet so... just ruined me. And the fact that I can't see a woman with bare feet in media without going, "Oh my god, how many people are jerking off to that?" Oh, yeah. Anyway. So, uh. She wants those old biddies to treat her like an adult. She's talking to the animals with this. And, well, she's an adult now. She even met somebody. She's a prince. She's handsome and tall and romantic, and they walk and dance together. And just before they start banging, she wakes up. I do love all the animals are like, they're all like, oh, super hopped up on her story. When she's like, I wake up. And they go, oh, boy, we oh, want to hear man. about the fucking. Yeah. So she's met him many times, Once Upon a Dream, and then she sings Once Upon a Dream. So this is based off the melody the... off of the ballet by Tchaikovsky? Yes, this is the Garland Waltz. Oh, okay. Which is the longest, um, 
longest like so uh sleeping beauty the ballet is done in three acts mm -hmm. the the first act is um the baby thing where everybody shows up and gives the baby gifts and stuff okay uh the the i believe the second act is uh project genesis memory serving me i've only ever done the third act so it is so what happens in it the third is a, act it is a long ballet. Really? Uh, the second act is, I think, her getting... Dunked? No, it's... I think it's... Crunks? Hmm. <laughs> I think it's her getting, like, gifts bestowed on her at her coming of age or something, and then she pricks her finger on the spinning wheel and passes out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then... I think the prince might show up and get her back or whatever. And the third act is the wedding procession where they throw a big oh, wow. party because she's awake. And you get all all the iconic music is basically in the third act. So like the story is essentially over. So it's just an excuse yeah, to it's have just like, a big lot of party. dancing. It's just the big party where all the fairies, because there's more than just three. There's a ton of fairies. Come in and dance. Yeah, and I was... I've got a book about Like Maleficent's music in this is, you know, how it's all sinister and really yeah, cool. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's that's Puss in Boots. That's the Puss in Boots dance. <laughs> Wait, so Puss in Boots Puss in Boots shows up in Sleeping Beauty in the in yeah. The there's ballet? a couple. There, there's so they a couple. They kind of mix the like, Charles Perrault. There's a couple like... fairy. There's a couple fairy tale creatures that show up to dance at her. Oh, okay, or people which makes dressed sense. Yeah. There's Puss in Boots. There's Little Red Riding Hood and the Wolf have a dance. Oh, uh, sometimes uh, Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella do a dance. Yeah, why not mix up? Um, this? Is that like a... there's there's a bluebird that dances with a fairy? Wow. Yeah. So this so. is what like 19th century, like mid 1800s. That stuff was. Uh, before? it was 70 years before they made this. Oh, okay, so that so would be like 1870s or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because it was Tchaikovsky and he was. Oh, was, yeah, I, was, I know these names, but like, yeah, if you stuck a gun to my head, like, yeah. Oh, if you happened. asked me when Tchaikovsky, I would say ages and ages ago. No, he exactly. Was more long recent than you. Time ago. Was he was more recent than. Did he get drunk with Amadeus Morfart? Morfart. What's his yeah, name? So Amadeus is Mozart. Mozart. <laughs> mo fart, mo fart, mo problems. It's good. I tell Sunday morning. I'm, I've only been conscious for two hours. Give me a little break here, mo fart. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we and I think don't quote me on this, but I think uh, Aurora pricks her finger on a rose. No, no, it is a spindle, but it's not a whole wheel huh. because there's the rose dance in the ballet where she dances with a bunch, uh, a bunch of dudes um, on her 16th birthday, and she gets the flowers for each of them and then some old lady shows up and gives her a flower and she grabs that flower but she pricks her finger that and you think it would be the that's the, more the interesting the than the, on the thing the but it's wheel. actually if it's actually maleficent who was hiding uh, uh the the God, um, spending wheel i'm confused too because i know briar patch is a role is also a thing in a couple different stories because what in end of the woods that the prince loses his eyes because he tries to go into the briar patch to rescue uh, yeah, or he gets thrown Rapunzel, from the tower. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's a different thing. So, yeah, because part of me was like, oh, it was there ever, ever a version of Sleeping Beauty where like the prince he gets blinded by like you know trying to uh, fight his way through the briar patch and this and stuff. Too. I think in most versions the prince doesn't even know her, and it's a hundred years later he finally shows that's, up. That's yeah, I've always heard about that. That is the thing. It's the hundred year thing because uh, that that she yeah she remains beautiful even though she's like, and I know that that's the thing later when Maleficent is like, oh, if I let you out from 100 years from now, this is how it'll play out, is supposed to be a nod to the original. That's one of the more consistent things in the original tale tales, is that there's always a 100-year gap in the story. 
Yeah. Um, in fact, that's it's funny. That's like the one thing they do away with in the story, which kind of could have added an extra creepy angle. But I'm assuming they were like, that would have been weird to have like a 120 year old, 116 year old Aurora hanging out with like, no one would really give a shit. But like, whatever. No. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's better to have them meet, even if as brief as it is. Yeah. Well, that's the only character. This is the this is kind of the heart of the movie. This this whole yeah. scene drives everything else, both both plot wise and emotionally. I mean, like I said, this is the one scene where Aurora's conscious and doing anything, much yeah. less like you know, like Prince Philip meeting her. Like this is when people think about Sleeping Beauty and they're not talking about Maleficent. This is the scene they're talking about, really. Yeah. When push comes to yeah. shove. Yep, so the animals see Philip's hat and coat drying in the distance, so they go and steal those, and he's like, hey! <laughs> those uh, animals are slowly getting away with my clothes! <laughs> yeah. yeah. All because the owl wants to get some smooches from that, that hot lady. Her, she's very... so hot that her beauty transcends species, and even the animals want even to get Even all the on animals that. in the forest are like, can we all somehow get our dicks wet if we happen to dress like a prince? And Dude goes, or lady, it don't matter! Oh, man. It's, it's a very sweet thing where she dances and then the clothes are all like, you know, the, the, they got the rabbits and the boots and mm -hmm. they do like it's a good pantomime. And yeah. yeah, it's all very it's very it is very cute and very clever. Yeah, yep, she knows him. She walked once upon a dream. So and then Philip comes across that scene happening, her dancing with his, his hat and coat and is like, hell to the yes. It is I'm gonna funny go totally mac on this lady. He doesn't show up and say anything. He just like there's a bit where she's dancing with the with the, with the animals inside uh, Prince Philip's cloak, and she steps away from the cloak and then steps back as if to like fall into the arms of the cloak. But it's Prince Philip, but she doesn't realize that, so she dances with Prince Philip for a moment, and then she steps away, and then she turns around. And, like, she sees that, like, the cloak, the animals in the cloak aren't behind her, like she thought, but, like, are in front of her. And the, and the movie does this smash zoom on the animals, like, going, oh, shit! And, like, she probably... <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, and it's, it's kind of slightly kind of funny Kill Bill moment of, like, oh, fuck, what's going on? She turns around and sees that there's an actual person there. And, she, and then she's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Like, not for oh, long, because they're suddenly scary. dancing anyway, like, yeah. Yeah. She's like, okay, uh, you yeah, you're yeah. the first we, human I, male I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> we, uh, I mean to scare you, but it's okay. I'm not a stranger. You met me before once upon a dream. Now let's dance. So oh, I dance forgot. In so the he forest. dreamed. Wait, so he only says that as a pickup line because she, he heard oh, yeah. her singing. Because I was gonna say, does that insinuate he actually had a dream about her at the same time? But no. Okay, yeah, he's being very yeah. clever. Okay. He was raised to be charming. Yeah, so. he was raised to be <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, they dance, and now they're in love. And Seriously, he's... cut straight, they finish dancing, and she just automatically just, like, leans on his shoulder, and they look like they, look like they just got done fucking. Like, I it's mean, so, like, she's 16, she's only been around old women, her hormones are raging. <laughs> she is, like, yeah, she, she's just ovulated for the first time during this scene. She's a late bloomer, but, like, yeah. I did see it a bit of trivia. I, of course, IMDb trivia for any Disney feature is a fucking Wild West shootout, but, like, mm -hmm. supposedly they named... It's how old this movie is. This movie was... Prince Philip was named for Prince Philip that just died. The old Whoa. man who was the husband of Queen Elizabeth. Because I guess back in 1957, he was known as this dashing dude. And, like, oh, what's we only his know name him as, like, ballet. a decrepit fucking crypt keeper. Yeah. He's got some stupid name in the ballet, I want to say. Oh, God. Is it, like, Prince Reginald von Flo... 
Florsheim or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah. Maybe it is Philip. I saw, I guess, I guess it is Briar Rose and like, there's the Charles Perrault version of the story, there's the original Italian, there's the Brothers Grimm, and I think maybe it's the Brothers Grimm that called her Briar Rose. <laughs> Florimund. <laughs> Florimund. Florimund? <laughs> Prince Florimund. <laughs> yeah. It's Prince Florimund. F L O R I M U N D. Florimund. Prince Florimund. It's like Aurora. I've always liked the name Aurora. If I had a daughter, I'd try to name her Aurora. Aurora's but, a great name, yeah. And, but then there's Prince Florimund. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like he was born with a pocket protector. God, that yeah. is fucking great. Oh, man. Why didn't everybody... No one had managed to figure out how to tell stories until, like, 1967 or something. Like, what happened? Did, like, humanity just not evolve until the 20th century to, like, be able to, like, pick names that aren't stupid? Like, what's going on? This is an ABC color presentation. Sleeping Beauty, sparkling with colorful spectacle, brimming with gay music and delightful new songs, filled with fascinating new Disney characters. I wonder, I wonder. You'll meet lovely Princess Briar Rose. Prince Philip and Samson, his noble steed. You'll meet the most delightful fairies who ever wafted a magic wand. Flora. Follow me. Fauna. And Merryweather. You'll share the fun with King Stephen and King Hubert. <laughs> and you'll see Maleficent work her wondrous witchcraft. Stand back, you fools! The fine art of animation becomes magnificent entertainment as Walt Disney brings one of the world's favorite stories to the screen. It's filled with magical fun. It's spectacular in its beauty. And there's adventure to excite every emotion. No, 
management of this theater is proud to recommend this magnificent motion picture to every member of every family everywhere. Yeah, so the animals, they're all, like, all so happy because, like, I guess Rose found up her bow. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, no, then she's... Yeah. I like... She starts to leave. She gotta go back to the cabin, and he's like, when can I see you again? And she goes, oh, never! Never! <laughs> Just, I, love I like she that. She quickly rescinds this, though, and he's like, wait, are you serious? And I was like, well, maybe never. Maybe not never, but sometime. Yeah, tonight. Tonight. Sneak in my window. Come on. I do how quickly she goes from never to, like, like, if he had a kid, if he had pursued her just, like, for another moment, she would have been like, you know what, let's just fuck right now. Like, and yeah. like, yeah, let's just, yeah, let's, yeah, not yeah. even wait till tonight, but. Yeah. Uh, so and uh, back so, yeah, she the... says, yeah, tonight, meet me at the cottage in the woods. Yeah. yeah. Back at that cottage, the cake and the dress suck ass. Meriwether <laughs> even tells her, it's awful, but Flora said, ah, that's because it's on you, dear. Uh-huh. Damn, it is cute man. because Meriwether's. Shit stuffed in this awful the the mm-hmm. gags here with the melting cake and the <laughs> like, awful dress are fucking mm, cute as hell yeah i like i like the uh when she first starts making the dress she cuts a big hole in the fabric and then she's like what the fuck is that for and she's <laughs> like well it needs a hole for your legs to go through which hey that's i, I love that logic is pretty yeah, that no. seems like good logic for somebody that's never made a dress before yeah, and meriwether just hates all of this she's like the one voice of reason in this whole scene it's pretty great mm-hmm. the other two fairies kind of blend in like they have pretty much the exact same personality but i love meriwether just like Oh, you sons of bitches. Yeah, she's like, you guys really donked it up this time. I'm getting <laughs> yeah. the wands. Oh, yeah, she so, does just run upstairs and get them. I guess they've just kept them in a drawer yeah. for the last 16 years. Yeah. So they close all the windows and doors, and then they use their magic to clean everything up. Makes the you know, Make the dress, cook the cake, everything. But then Mary and Flora start to have a magic fight over making the dress pink or blue. Hey, Bill, which do you prefer, pink or blue? I... It's weird because this is a very dark pink. It looks mm-hmm. almost like more red. Normally, I hate pink, but I can almost see you going with pink. Although, if you ask me, blue. I'm always going to choose blue over pink. Mm. But this is the one time where it's actually, I'd, I'd have to think about it for a second. Yeah, I think, like, all the, the like, yeah, everything you I just searched for it online. Everything you can buy for Aurora's costume is pink. But the blue is the better one. Blue is better. Especially if you're selling the little girls. That totally makes sense. I'm kind of surprised they don't. That like, just even if just to sell a couple extra bucks worth of costumes, I'm surprised there's not a blue variant. I have seen cosplayers. There's at least one lady cosplayer who she invented a dress that like. Oh God, yeah, I remember that one. How was it? There was something like I can't remember if there's like an electrical component or it's like one of those things where it's like those flippy sequins where like the dress yeah. would change from. You could, she, could, she could change the color of the dress back and forth, which I thought was pretty great. Um, yeah. But yeah, this becomes the running joke throughout the whole film is the, the pink and blue dress. And mm-hmm. uh, but I do love like the lady who's making the cakes. She like <laughs> she makes the ingredients come alive, and then she's like, "Hey, look at the recipe here. Just do what this recipe says." And I guess the yeah. ingredients sort themselves out. Well, I like they pour into like a cake, like a tiered cake, like without even needing to be baked. I thought that was kind of funny. And yeah, yeah. there's been some good. Uh... Uh, people making the shitty version of that cake, actual cake. Man, I, I, who, as long as it tastes good, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'll totally take a sloppy Sleeping Beauty cake in a second. Fuck, yeah. Pour some yeah. water all over the cake. With um, a broom leaning it up and everything. Oh, God. They went that far? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yeah, they did. Yeah. So, uh, they, they do that. 
get everything clean, but then they start battling over which color it's gonna be. Yeah, and they're fuckheads. That sends, that sends the magic shooting out of the chimney, which the raven just happens to be flying around looking for a hot lady and sees it and goes to investigate. I thought there was good. It had been a while since I'd seen this movie, and I couldn't remember if he just comes down through the chimney. But no, uh, Aurora comes home and she comes to a walking through the front door. Which I did see some people were like, well, technically the guys, they lock the front door before they start doing the, the magic, so she shouldn't be able to get in so easily. But when she walks in, it's it's fucking Larry the Raven or whatever his name is. He sees what's going on inside. And yeah, they, they well, they, are now they, made. Yeah, they blast the dress into a mess, but they fix it just before Aurora comes home. And they also murder a mop. <laughs> I like that it just goes all stiff and I'm, falls over. I'm surprised. Who left the mop running? I'm surprised they didn't do a little Fantasia reference with the living mops in the mm. scene, but I guess everything's moving quick enough. You can't really go for it. They didn't really do self-reference stuff No, yet. if this were being made now, they would have made a whole fucking, like, this, Mickey Mouse would have showed up out of a bucket and been like, ooh, you don't do that? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So, Aurora's like, hey man, this cake, this dress, it's all awesome, and wait till you meet this total hunk I just met randomly in the forest. And then they're like, oh shit, you're in love? Well, I guess we'll tell you now, with no subtlety at all, you're actually a princess, and you gotta marry some loser dude you've never met, so, Yeah, uh, this is something where if they were making this now, hey. they would make this revelation more of a thing, but it's funny how just abrupt they are, just like, no, here's the whole thing we've been keeping yeah. from me all this time. She doesn't, she doesn't take the news very well, runs upstairs, cries on her beds. Who knew that finding out your whole life has been a lie would be upsetting? Uh, hmm. it's funny, because they did just tell her that she's a princess. Like... Yeah. It's, you know, you know, to take, and it, this is the closest thing to a dramatic thing that happens in the movie is that both she and uh, Prince Philip are upset because now they think they're both betrothed to different people. Yeah. And again, if this were being made today, it would be more of a, like a farce. It would be made a much bigger thing. And but this is the closest thing to like this is like this is like she's just Have... stuck in this super moody moody mode for the rest of the movie until she falls asleep and then she wakes up. Like, Have they announced, just, like, a three-hour live-action version of this yet that they're probably going to do at some they point? They had to have, because, like, all every other classic Disney Golden Age thing has already been announced. Like, I didn't realize they're already filming, like, a live-action Peter Pan adaptation right now. Oh, Which, good. that's, like, yeah, those always owned up working out. Those so. have never been done well, before. Well, I did see the director of that guy, some crazy guy who's done other stuff, so there might be a potential for that to be at least interesting, even if it turns out mm. not to be successful. But they've got to be done. Although, Sleeping Beauty, this is one of the things we're like, A, how do you make a live-action version that looks as good as this does? B, but there is plenty of room to, like, fix up the story, because, like or, said, the story is the weakest part of this whole thing. But, or yeah. would that clash with their Maleficent movies? Oh, shit, I didn't think about that. Is that you know what? That may it? be it. Maleficent may be, like, taking a... Yeah, that might... They Yeah, so maybe that might be your answer right there. They already did Maleficent, mm. so they don't want to fuck with that shit again. Yeah, because, so, yeah, even if they just did, like, Sleeping Beauty's trait, you need an... Well, I guess it could readapt Sleeping Beauty, but, like, maybe, like, you just do another wholesale adaptation. Like, it's not an adaptation of the animated feature. It's another retelling of Sleeping Beauty, so, like, it's an evil fairy, but it doesn't have to be a Maleficent. But then again, that's so much... I don't think they can get away with that. Like, Maleficent is just... Nah. Maybe we'll find out why they haven't announced that yet, because like, Disney's asking themselves the same questions, but... Yeah. Oof. So, uh, King Stefan's a little worried about as sunset gets closer and closer, and King Herbert, Hubert is uh, stuffing his face, telling him not to Oh, so Stefan is, that's Aurora's dad, okay. Yeah. yeah, after all, the sun's almost set. So, um, 
uh, Hubert brings in his special wine and his drunkard to toast. While the servant sneaks his some booze himself. Some I forgot sips. this is killing time. The scene like this scumps? looks like yeah. What's a, what's a scumpf? I wait, wait, what's the context for that? They're toasting scumps, scumps. They the the what what the voice actors make a mistake and they just kept it in the film. What the hell was a scump? Yeah, I don't know, but uh, they they toast scumps. Yeah, <laughs> here's toast... what the scumps means: Sleeping I didn't Beauty. Catch that while, while in a classic that. scene from Disney Sleeping Beauty, the King Stephen and Hubert sings the scumps song, also known as the drinking song, mm-hmm. in which they congratulate themselves. Oh, okay. The the king clearly uses the word scumps as drinking toast. Hey, thanks for not answering so the question at all, scumps. asshole. They typed in the word scumps five times without actually telling anyone what that's supposed <laughs> to mean. Great. Gosh. Well, I guess it's a mystery. Yeah. But the big thing is that, like, the the, the, the fat king, he gets drunk. <clears throat> well, no, Everybody no, no, gets no, drunk. No, no. He, I guess, well, I guess everyone gently gets... But there's a bard there who gets yes. all spoony because he's all fucking... Mm-hmm. Like, as they're pouring out the booze, they're like... He like sticks his loot under the booze, and he's drinking mm-hmm. from the from the loot, and yeah, this is to- like I again, I've I've seen Disney people talk about how this is this is the Disney film where they didn't feel like doing cartoony gags, but yet here's some cartoony ass fucking gags. Yeah. yeah, this whole scene is just here just to kill time. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I thought which is fine. I, I it's not the end of the enough. world, but like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess this is setting up the idea that like, just reminding people that like, yeah. Uh, like Philip and Aurora are betrothed, and yeah. just I don't Hubert's... know. But like, especially with like, like this, like with, with with the king waiting for his daughter to come home, you think there'd be like like this would be a little more of an emotional scene. But mostly, it's mostly about a fat guy pointing a fish at a skinny guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Hubert's like, check out this castle I made for him. It's you know, oh, that's bedrooms, yeah, nothing okay. big. Yeah. And they'll go to it tonight and start banging. Cause man, we gotta have grandkids. We're getting I... old. Stefan's like, damn, man, I ain't seen my kid in 16 years. You want to get here late already? Just chill out. Give me some time to meet my daughter. Damn, man. I mean, shit, she doesn't even know she's a princess. This all might come as quite a shock. And he's like, shock? You think my son's a shock? What's wrong with him? They they gotta be drunk. They gotta be drunk. They just didn't make them slur their words. Has Prince Philip's dad just been living at the castle for the last sixteen years? Like, what the hell's also Maybe. going on too? But yeah, I, I can know. see. I, I do they say that this is that like they're they're getting ready for a celebration to welcome? Good wait, do they know? Yeah. I can't. So okay. So yeah. The, so the or at least dad celebrate knows the that sunset. They be coming home. Yeah. yeah. So he knows that like like yeah she okay. So he knows that she's with the the fairies. So it's not like a thing that like, okay 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 okay. Yeah, so they start fighting over, you know, their kids. Maybe my grandkids don't want you for a grandfather and everything. Oh, they yeah, They start that's fighting, right. and he on guards them with a fish, which makes them laugh. And now they're friends again. I do like, like it. Just, I... It's just it's diffused by the fact they just both laugh at the ridiculous in this situation. Yeah. So everybody's happy now, especially the loot, drunk loot mans who've fallen asleep inside his loot. And then Philip comes back home and is like, Damn, Dad, you ain't gonna believe it. I met the hottest 16-year-old in the forest. I've never been so turgid in my whole life. I'm gonna marry the heck out of her. All right, I'm out of here later, Dad. And he rides off again. <laughs> well, why even go home? Why, guess, just to piss off your dad? I guess Aurora's <laughs> dad never told Prince... Uh, never told Prince Philip's dad that, like, Hey, by the way, I've hid my daughter. And she should also be... She should be a hot 16-year-old in the forest. So you think yeah. of anything. If he had done that... Prince Philip's dad would be like, 
do, also, did you see did... Super Hot and could she sing? Like, you yeah. would put two, two, two and two together and go, oh shit, man. But mm. no. This, no. and just, this is, yeah, this this movie bent it over backwards to create some kind of drama here where, like, it's it's slightly uh, mixed up motives of, like, oh no, the prince, he's betrothed to someone else. And, well, he does, it is funny that, like, Prince Philip does the Bugs Bunny thing with his dad. Because his dad is is trying to be all like, you can't be in love with a girl, you're betrothed to the prince, Princess Aurora. And Prince Philip's all like, I'm going to marry the woman I love. That's right. He'll yeah. marry the woman you love. And yeah, his father's like, oh, yeah, you will marry the per person you love. He gets mixed around and he's agreeing with yeah. with Prince Philip without realizing. And then Prince Philip rides off him. And his dad's all like, hey, wait a second. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple points, various points in here where his dad is moving them that I don't know how well you've. Or if you've even seen it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that you can totally see the reference. They use the same reference footage for Friar Tuck from. Oh, uh, fuck. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Friar Tuck. There's so a point where he yells and he kind of throws his hands up at some point, And that is there's Friar Tuck does the same thing. Fri you you mean they, they like they, they traced over the same footage for Friar Tuck and the Robin yeah, Hood? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. oh, shit. I guess we would be up to the point where like. Yeah. So like. Shit, yeah okay yeah um because i don't think they i don't think like the later i don't think robin hood's necessarily stole i don't know i was about to say i don't think they stole from the older disney movies but i know the whole maid marion dancing sequence is stolen straight from snow white so i guess they were pillaging from every every era of disney animation yeah um, and some yeah, asshole okay. online's like rotoscoping ah, <laughs> traced it <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, so should... the fairies go ahead no I'm gonna say there should just be a, a, a fucking like automatic buzzer and like built into every computer that some whenever someone types in the word rotoscoping, it just zaps them. <laughs> just automatically, like, yeah, you don't know. What you, pretty much guarantee if you're complaining about rotoscoping in an animated feature nine times out of ten, you don't know what what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. So the fairies lead Aurora through the woods back to the castle, and it's like. You're gonna take her back to the castle before sunset? You've been hiding for 16 years, Can and you decide you that now is the time to go back to the so, castle I where she could the, be discovered? So the original curse is that she's gonna prick her finger before sunset, not even the end yeah. of the day, but sunset. Yeah, seriously, wait an hour! Yeah. That's all you have to do! Like, yeah, you, you, yeah but no, they've gotta, but like... But no! They take her, and then they take her to a room, and are like, here's a crown. Don't you look great? They and then Aurora look... does that Disney sob that, like, every Disney character does. <laughs> they look at their sundial watch and go, you know what? There's only five minutes left before the curse can happen. Let's step out of this room and leave. Yeah. They let's even leave say her this alone. later that they're like, oh, shit, we shouldn't have left her alone. But they're yeah. like, let's leave her alone so the curse can happen. We got to step outside for a minute while she's bawling her eyes out. Let's uh -huh. leave. <laughs> Guys, you're fucking up here a little bit in 13 oh, different ways. Good. Yeah. Not surprisingly, Maleficent rolls up and is projecting a ball of life, and it's like, Man, hey, come on, baby. Man, when she shows up, in the, like, there's a fireplace. Well, mm -hmm. it's great because, like, Aurora's alone in a room. There's a fire going on. The fire puts itself out, and the camera zooms in. And, like, there's a little bit of, like, new flame that pops up. And, like, oh, I'm watching it right now. Like, yeah, how they have her fade in is, like, her eyes are glowing. It's just really fucking nice. It almost looks like she's, like, yeah. a burn on the back of the fireplace. And but yeah, there's green fire, and man, they do some great color work. Where because Princess Aurora is now lit by the green light, yeah. her skin looks like Super Dawn of the Dead, like bluish green, 
and like mm-hmm. the coloring of just even like uh, the rest of the room is kind of like you know like you know bathed in a green light but the coloring on aurora makes you go oh shit when, like shit's fucked when up when she now. sets up I, I i believe this is I believe this happens when she sets up and like her her cloak falls down. That yeah. looks great. Yeah, it's just great it's, little it's good animation, it's, especially because I could see they may have like this may have been a little bit of a daunting character animation moment because the last thing you want to do is have your character kind of turn into a zombie. Because I know this is one thing Disney animators were always terrified is the character quote unquote looking dead. If they're mm-hmm. not always like moving and like like doing like so like the idea that like Aurora is just like being essentially like hypnotized and like slowly walking across the room, like trying to sell the fact that she's being hypnotized without making it look like she's just like a piece of paper, like a still piece. I mean, she's obviously animated and walking around and stuff like that, but like I don't know. There, there there's a lot of factors you have to go on and like still still make her look like moving appealing but like make her hypnotized could be a little bit of a tricky thing and and of course <laughs> like the moment she's hypnotized and starts walking away the the fucking fairies are like hey maybe that was a bad idea we left her alone in that room <laughs> yeah 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 they run they hear somebody rush back in and they're like oh, oh yeah, we leave her alone is. and then they bang on the back of the because the 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 back of the fireplace closes up and they bang on that till they're like oh right magic, magic. and then they zap it and Come on, chase, guys. start chasing her and it's like bitches you can fly what are you doing running around on your little tootsies? You could have shrunk down and flown through the key. Like, what? Like you could have done anything. You could have phased and walked through the wall. But, like, the air is exactly slow enough to keep to keep from preventing uh, Aurora from doing about what she's about to do. But, yeah. They, so, I guess, like, whatever room that Aurora was in crying in, like, I guess that was only, like, a very tiny part of that tower, because this, this whole rest of this tower behind this secret door, there's, like, 15,000 rooms and stairs yeah. that the fairies have to go look for while yeah, she's well, Aurora is drawn into a very specific, specific chamber and a super jet black is, spindle Is this where the appears. king keeps his disfigured minotaur son? <laughs> that's, it's that, it's, that's enough space up there. That's, you almost kind of wonder, like, why, why is this much of this tower hidden? Like, what the hell's going on up here? Yeah. Yeah. So um, they run around, and then uh, there's a spinning wheel, and the fairies say, "Don't touch anything." But Maleficent's like, "Touch that shit!" <laughs> and she goes, "All right." And boink, she touches it. And there's a nice <laughs> moment where she goes to touch it, and th- and seems to reconsider for a moment, and then she's like, "Yeah," because the fairies are like, touch "Don't it. touch anything!" Yeah. And she sticks out her thumb, and it's like very delicate, like boink, and like that moment that happens, everything just that yeah, changes. It's great. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so the fairies run in there, and Maleficent is like, "Hey, hey, it's you assholes! Thought you could beat me, the mistress of all evil. Well, here's your stupid princess. Look, haha, she's dead as heck. I was standing right on top of her. You didn't even see because she's unconscious <laughs> on the floor. Well, I guess she thinks she's dead. She right? changed into a background painting. <laughs> it is weird that she's suddenly like nice and airbrushed. Yeah. Yeah. Well." Elsewhere, Herbert tries to tell Stefan about his son being in love with a peasant girl, but the sun sets and everybody throws a party and they, they shoot fireworks off and they're all, yay, we almost made it, whoops. Mal- yeah, Maleficent reveals the body of Aurora and the camera pans over to show the last gleaming of sunset going yeah. over, disappearing behind the horizon and it's over. And like, man, the fairies are fucked up so fundamentally. King Stefan would be absolutely justified in just strangling the shit out of all of them now. 16 years without his daughter and they fucked up this badly at the last possible moment. Yeah, it's, a, it, it, it's so, so crazy. It's almost like Maleficent fa- planned it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thought you well, fools could get rid of me that easy. Although I guess Maleficent thinks she's dead though, right? Because that's why she just leaves. Yeah, I don't. No, she knows about the 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 
like true love's kiss thing because she... she takes Philip later and has her whole plan with him. Hmm, okay. It's so just how fairies... much I've not paid attention to the story. I just watch it for the pretty mm. parts, but yeah. The fairies put there? Aurora in a bed was... with a rose in her hands was and go Maleficent outside to watch there? the fireworks. Was Maleficent No, she had left already Mary once. Merryweather. No, oh, okay, she left. so, but yeah, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I, I did see people like, oh, China, fireworks no, were not in invented in Europe until the Chinese came to, like, 1892 or something. Also, dragons didn't exist. <sighs> exactly, yeah. That's fucking Disney for Also, people can't turn into tiny fairy versions of themselves and fly through keyholes. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Also, cartoons can't talk. They're drawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, there's not such thing as a square tree. <laughs> They're in this. Man, you gotta so, add that to IMDb trivia just to see <laughs> how, how upvoted it gets, yeah. So the fairies are like, man, everybody's gonna be so sad unless... Unless they make it so no one actually knows. So the fairy go around, <laughs> may give them everybody's sleepy sheepies and What the asleep. fuck? This is the weirdest <laughs> thing. We've made a fundamental mistake. Instead of owning up to that mistake, what if we just knock the entire goddamn kingdom unconscious forever? Yeah. yeah. For at least a hundred years in the actual story, yeah. That's a flex. Like, what are they just gonna do? Go back to their cottage? Just, like, go back to making cakes and stuff? And, like, they're just gonna live all alone in this kingdom as everyone just, like, did, are, are, like, so... Are the fairies just counting on, like, maybe when they die of old age, like, the spell will be broken and, like, they'll, they just won't have to, like, confront anybody about what they did? Like, what's their plan here? Again, I don't want to get too cinemasins, but it's a little bit like... Oh, cause I, like, even even though I had seen this movie before, I had misremembered that the sleeping curse was placed by Maleficent. It's funny that's the mm. fairies doing it just to cover up their own mistake. It's yeah. really weird, but yeah. I think it's kind of a... Uh... Uh, well, we don't know how long it's going to take to fix this, so we'll just put everybody to sleep, and when it, if it gets fixed, they'll wake up, and if not, I guess they'll yeah. just sleep forever. Yeah, if, if it seemed like they had any kind of a plan about how to fix this before they did this, it, it seemed like it would be a little bit less callous, but, like, the mm. fact that their first instinct is like, oh, shit, we fucked up. Uh, let's just knock everyone that, out. <laughs> that <laughs> like, also like, kind of fits with Flora's whole personality, though. How many times have they knocked out the entire kingdom? How many times have they <laughs> fucked? Like, is this keep on? <laughs> yeah, she says, we'll put everybody to sleep. And Mary Sweather says, oh, again with this. Jeez. Like, it's a good thing that this the, the, this kingdom doesn't have any communication with the outside world. Otherwise, they would find out that everyone in this kingdom is at least 500 years old. Because this is actually the third or fourth time they've had to knock out everyone for 100 years so they could fix some kind of mistake that almost ruined everything in the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, uh... Disney loves pixie dust effect. I, I, yeah, you know, some man. There's something about even though that must have been a bitch and a half to animate. It's like Disney's like, guys, you know I can't come unless there's at <laughs> least like a dozen shots in this movie without with pixie dust in it. Come on, yeah, yeah, because that is man. Just even watching it now, yeah, just yeah. Somebody had to pay. That must have been like like two or three people's full time job just to like sit there with a, like a paint pen just going dot 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 under cells dot 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 dot. For like a so, six months, yeah. Yeah. So Sleepy Herbert tells Stefan about his prince falling in love with some peasant girl he met in the forest. And Flora's like, she hears that and is like, fucking baller. Let's go get that prince and have him smooch the heck out of that girl. The, elsewhere, the prince is riding back to the cottage for some Netflix and chill. And he knocks on the door, goes inside, and he's attacked by the hired goons. 
Um, he fights them off for a little bit, but then he gets overwhelmed. Yes, yeah, sir. He's immediately tired. I know some people have seen this and been like, oh, this is my sexual awakening. Being fucking, like, the fucking Prince Philip being tied up. Tied up. Uh, and, like, yeah. fucking Maleficent steps out of the dark inside the fucking cottage. And the way she's just, like, he she is... does give this look of, like, mm, yeah, this he... is what I yeah, like. Yeah, I caught a prince. <laughs> he <laughs> is doing? He is probably the least goobery prince that Disney has done. What do you mean, in terms of he's not, like, I will save you, but but oh. What? No, he... I... What? The prince and Sleeping Beauty don't do squat, aside from show up and kiss a corpse. Cinderella's prince just calls, hey, wait a second, and then he's gone. <laughs> and, you mean uh, just like the Disney princes are generally just useless, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Especially, least, I mean, to be fair, at least at least this prince is being ambushed. He did not expect, he, he just yeah. walked in with his boner. He was not expecting to be fucking, like, kidnapped by trolls and, like, tied up by, like, some evil pointy-faced lady, but, like, you know. Yeah, I don't know what I would prefer them to be, but her hired goons kinda don't fit for me. I, th they, they, I think that's why I they kinda, like, read to me as being very Don Bluthy, because they're, they, yeah, they're, they, feel, they don't fit they in feel, with the visual language of the rest of the movie. They feel more Black Cauldron-y for, to me, yeah, for some they, reason, they even though like, the goons in that were more, like, They, they feel like Dragon Slayer characters. They feel like monsters yeah. that would attack Dirk the Daring and not, like... Yeah. yeah, there's something about there's yeah, it's like two roughly drawn, yeah, they're just too small. They're too just like like little muppety, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess so. I guess the fairies they go head back to the cottage. Yeah, they realize she has plans for the prince, so they get back to the cottage. The fairies do and gasp because the side the side of the prince's hat. They're like, oh shit, he's been here. So that they they took him to Forbidden Mountain and Fauna says, but we can't go there. I mean, it's right in the name of the mountain. It's forbidden. They wouldn't have named it Forbidden Mountain if it wasn't forbidden. And again, it's forbidden. With like the mundane passive aggressiveness between them and Maleficent, you think they would have been here before, or like you think yeah. Maleficent like this is the first time she seems to have found out where the fairies live. So she, mm -hmm. you think she would have known to like check out their cottage while looking for Aurora for all these years? But yeah, but they end up going to the Forbidden Mountain and yeah, you sneak gotta, around, full size, brightly colored. What do they do? <laughs> they could yeah, well they fly. They're tiny when they fly there, but as soon yeah. as they get there, they decide we need to become full sized and creep around these admittedly great background paintings where everything's all purple and green and mm -hmm. yeah, nice and crunky looking. But yeah, yeah. After almost getting caught, they finally shrink down and run around the castle, getting scared by gargoyles and stuff. Yeah, these fucking... These monsters at Maleficent High, I think they this, are just stupid looking. I think this music is Little Red Riding Hood when they're flying around. Oh, yeah? I think. Okay. I think. So, um... Do you have a copy of that music for yourself? Do you ever listen to it recreationally? Or you just know that just from all your ballet stuff? No, I've, I've, I know it because I've done it so many times. I've oh, okay. listened to it in the past, um, but I, like I That's said... That's one of those things no, with, like, yeah, I don't know if I, I, I misspoke when I said I've only done the third act. I have done the whole thing, but yeah, okay. the, the, the prince doesn't really get to do anything until, like, the third act, which is the opposite of the, the, the lead that plays Aurora, because yeah. she is wiped out. She has so much dancing to do in that oh, damn really? thing. It's ridiculous. So when she's yeah. sleeping for the rest of the play, she's not it's kidding. Like, she's probably actually unconscious. It's like one of the hardest roles for a, a, oh, a ballerina. Because well, there's just so much to do in it. Yeah, I guess maybe if you're going to hire an actress, a dancer to be Sleeping Beauty, you're going to get your money's worth by making her dance like a motherfucker <laughs> until she yeah. gets knocked out. But yeah. 
Like Swan Lake, also nothing for the prince to do. He dances the, the, like with um, the black swan, and then they, they, they do the the, um, uh, the wedding party at the end. Other than that, it's just a bunch of pantomime. What's your opinion about shit. the black swan movie? I never saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw it in Didn't the theater. That, that, much. Was, that was a pretty wild time. Fucking <laughs> Nally Portman like, turns a... into a turkey at the end. I... <laughs> I knew a poor, poor kid who, uh, my artistic director at the time, she saw it with her son, and I can't imagine seeing that movie with your mom. Well, especially, like, yeah. there's, like, lesbian makeout scenes that are pretty explicit, like... Masturbation. The fucking Natalie Portman goes to stand up and her legs invert, like, they break backwards because, yeah. like, her legs are turning into chicken legs, and... Yeah. That whole movie's all, like, yeah, I, I would not want to watch that with a parent for any kind of, like, no. for, on multiple kind of levels, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. anyhow, uh... After almost, they, they fly around, and then they come across Melissa, uh, the party that Maleficent's throwing herself for plans of 16 years in the making, because she wasn't invited to a baby's birthday party that one time. A petty bitch. It's just like... <laughs> so yeah. petty! Just fucking so, goddamn, yeah. She goes down and sees Prince Philip and is like, man, you gotta cheer up, because you're totally gonna score that princess. You see, this isn't a plan 16 years in the making. It's gonna go on for another 100 years, because in 100 years, I'm gonna let you out of here. You're gonna go to that tower, you're gonna give her a smooch, and you're gonna bring her back to life. But it's gonna be in 100 years, so you're gonna be an old man! <laughs> yeah. And, then, and she's yeah. all like, oh, you're gonna be so upright and erect. As this yeah. little old man on your horse that is somehow still alive 100 years from now. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it is a good fucking you, Philip moment. Maleficent, why are you telling him how the, how the, how the curse works? He didn't yeah. know. Oh, so we, is that how? I that, that I didn't realize that is this this scene is doing double damage. And that it's yeah. explaining to Philip. Uh -huh, that's actually yeah. pretty clever. While it's also working in the 100-year gap thing from the original story. That's yeah. actually pretty clever. That's actually pretty good screenwriting. He tries to okay. punch her, but he's chained up to the wall. But he, <laughs> he tries. does get up to mock the he, shit out of him. Yeah. Meriwether's like, why you? But the other fairies pull her back. But the raven hears that, so he gets suspicious. After Melissa Fenton leaves, uh, to sleep on her Casper mattress, use the coupon code of <laughs> two a couple of assholes, get 2% off your next order. The fairies go in to free Philip. No time to explain, but they do give him a shield of virtue and a sword of truth. What? A lightsaber and a shotgun, like give yeah. him something real to help. Yeah, but yeah. So they yeah, they just him let out. him go. That's as simple as that. And he somehow his yeah. magic cape comes back and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, the raven spots them, starts screaming, I was leading the higher how... goons to attack. I forgot why they had this. The raven get all suspicious, and it's only because like just so he can raise the alarm, so they have to fight their way out. So you get this action yeah. Uh, sequence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. uh God, yeah, the, these fucking the raven terrible looking. Yeah, the raven directs them to drop boulders on them, but the fairies turn them into bubbles. Hey, and so the, they turn the arrows into flowers. Mm -hmm. And they free his four horse, and they take off running, and they try to dump oil on him, but it gets changed into a rainbow. Mary Weather's had enough of this asshole raven squawking around, and she blasts the shit out of his asshole, turning it to stone. Maleficent comes out and is like, Shut up! I'm trying to get my drink on here and find my bliss. What are you doing? Oh, what oh, are you doing? No. I guess her magic isn't powerful enough to change him back. I guess that's it for that raven. Oh. Yeah, she's got other things to worry about right now. Because she, he jumps over a bridge that they're trying to close. And Maleficent tries to give him an old zippity zap. But he escapes all of her attacks. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. This will not stand. This will not do. And she makes a huge valley of thorns pop up around the castle. But he's like, fuck this shit. My sword cuts through these things like butter. Zip, zap, zoop. 
He's damn determined to get that, that poor fine, horse. fine lady. Because even yeah. if Sword can cut through those briars with, like, butter, yay! That doesn't help that horse have to go through all this shit, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the documentary, there's the, the guy who animated all that stuff is like, you know, I've heard complaints that people say are like, how'd the horse get through and everything? And he's like, they, you don't have time to think it's about that when you're watching tale. it. Yeah, it's a, uh... yeah. So, he, he gets through, and, um... Damn, damn well cut through, and Maleficent gets upset, and she spin wheels over, it is and is like, well, now you gotta on... deal with... Someone just came back from the 4th of July break, and they were like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know what, we haven't been able to figure out what Maleficent's gonna look like as she's flying to the castle, but, eh, whatever, we're just gonna do this, you know? Yeah, now it you gotta deal with when me. when she lands, and she, like, bursts, like, she, she lands in, in green flame, it's definitely mm -hmm. one of the best Maleficent shots of just, like, all the translucent green flame. She lands on the bridge in between Prince Philip and the castle. Yeah, yeah, and she's all like, all oh, the powers of hell, it's that moment. Yeah, yeah. she turns into a ding-dang dragon. God damn. And fucking... for Philip, shits his pants. Yeah, <laughs> He's it's like, great. Because <gasps> she, yeah, she, uh, it is, uh, mm, it's, yeah, so she ascends into the clouds. The clouds mm. are all purple. She's got the green fire. She turns into Laughing the dragon. Laughing her and ass off. It is great. The camera, like, doesn't, it feels like it's a crash zoom without a crash zoom. This is the moment in Dragon Ball Z where she says, you haven't even seen my final form exactly. yet. And then she turns but into a dragon. The shot of Prince Philip where he's like leaning back and like the background changes to this like sphere of light just to show him like, yeah, you could hear his pants just get filled with warm <laughs> oatmeal oh, yeah. shit where he's just like, oh fuck, I didn't expect this. Yeah, but he rides on. That, yeah, he just does keep he, on charging. Yeah, like, props to Prince Philip. But Jesus. he gets blasted off his horn or his horn, his horse by her fire. She spits at him. Yeah. She follows him into some thorns, but he goes bonk on uh, the top of her <laughs> nose I with his sword. That he just and he doesn't like it's not with like the edge of the sword. He just smacks no. it with the flat of his sword. Like you're he says, naughty dragon. No. Yeah, it is very like like I thought for a moment like this is your moment to like. Spear the fucking dragon's th stabber in the eye. into the bridge, yeah. but no, he just goes like bad, <laughs> bad dragon. No, get out of mm -hmm. here. Yeah, he climbs a cliff. They fight to the edge of it. He loses his shield when she. I forgot how that. quick this whole finale is. Yeah. yeah, but he still has his sword. And Flora's like, "Hey, I cast a spell on this shit to to totally kill the heck out of her. Give it a bit of a throw. See what happens." And he says, <laughs> and throws it. And hot damn it, that doesn't just stab her in the old heart, bleeding all over the place. And yeah, she, says, she just instantly oh, dies, God. and that's it. And it is, it is kind of anticlimactic. Because, like, A the graphics bit. and everything. I call it she falls down, yeah, turns but... into some stinky gas and rags. Yeah. But it's that's... It's a bit anticlimactic, but it's, it's more... I mean, at least you get to see it. Which, you get to you know... see it, but it is very kind of like he just throws the sword, she falls down. Somehow Prince Philip is not, like, knocked down with her, even though she practically yeah. falls on top of him. And then, like... The horse shows up and goes, oh, hey, sorry, I got stuck in the briar patch for a second. It took me a while to get he, here, but, like, yeah. He claps his hands together and says, smoochin' time. <laughs> he does he runs the whole, like, he rubs his hands together and starts licking his lips and starts <laughs> doing, like, a little shuffle dance. He's all, mm. And he, they actually show him, he's, like, walking up to the castle, and he's doing this, like, whole, like, mm, uh, mm. He's, like, done doing <laughs> his pants. He's, like, mm, gonna get the, mm, mm. Yeah. He... He runs past all the sleeping people in the castle, but then he backtracks <laughs> he a little he's bit. He's kicking and... people in the head, walking <laughs> on faces. Takes his dad's hand and puts it on King Stefan's ass. This is going to be a funny, <laughs> practical joke when they wake up. He goes to the tower, gives that girl a smooch. She opens her eyes and says, <laughs> And then, <laughs> half Have an hour... Have you seen 
I don't know if it's the original painting or if someone edited this the, the screen cap of this, but because like when she opens her eyes, she's still it's obviously kind of like she's like background. like yeah like like they yeah. obviously animated the eyes the her eyelids separately, so there has to be a cell out there of her with her eyes just like wide open like <laughs> and someone did an edit of that. <laughs> fucking nice. hilarious, but yeah. Oh god, I love sleeping. So, I love cartoons. Ah, oh, from yeah. anyway. So half an hour later, they come out of the tower, and everybody starts to wake up. Hubert <laughs> tells Stefan about the peasant, I but the trumpet's blow before he can. I was like, "Why half an hour?" I was like, "Oh no!" Oh, oh man, why? Maybe it's not. Maybe this is like a week later. They just about a, like she's already yeah. pregnant by the time everyone wakes up. Yeah, like, Flora's like, "I'm gonna wake everybody up now," and they say, "Hold on there." Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can no, do no, 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 no. One yeah. favor. One oh favor. Oh my god. One one favor. It's all we ask. That you watch. <laughs> so, uh, you guys they have come to down wipe the stairs. Come from our butthole. <laughs> you guys get to Hubert. watch and clean up. Yay! So the trumpets blow, and the happy couple come down the stairs, doing their belts, fixing their pants. And they bow <laughs> to their parents, and Aurora says, "I don't know who the hell you two are, but sure when." It's sure, sure. When three fairies do it and lock some poor girl in a cottage, it's all cool. But when some lady does it to some long-haired girl in the tower, suddenly it's really evil. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Rapunzel's so. mom is just like, what the fuck? Well, how am I the villain after seeing something like this story? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the fairies uh, battle over the dresses at the, the, the end. That's They love cute. a happy ending. Yeah. yeah. They turn into a storybook, and it closes, and it fades out. And I still like this movie. It's Did you think pretty. it's as boring as you have thought it is in the past? It is still boring, but, like, nah. man, I have to say, watching this shit in HD every time, though, like, I think the fact that it's HD kind of makes up the fact that, like, like nothing else, like, like fucking Aurora's got, like, 12 lines in the whole movie, but you're not watching that movie for fucking story. You're watching it for Sleeping Beauty because it's pretty. So does, yeah. so does this? There's uh. a Sleeping Beauty, and it's ostensibly about Aurora. But could I mean, why not argue that it's not? Why? Well, yeah. Could you I mean, name this? Sleeping could you name? Beauty, though. Could you name this movie like Maleficent and Prince Philip and say it would be okay? Because <laughs> I mean, that really is like the Battle of Maleficent. I know the original, like the French name of the story too, is like. Oh, I oui, think oui. it's just the sleeping. F I think it is just the sleeping forest, and mm. actually, if you just call it like the sleeping kingdom or something like that, that would you, you have more excuse for the princess just being like a plot device. She's a MacGuffin in her own movie, like. Mm -hmm. But even when you call it Sleeping Beauty, you're kind of expecting a little bit more, and especially growing up on our age, where like, the, like there's been a lot, a lot more work to have more proactive female protagonists. Like, this movie comes off as extra, just like, wow, she's really just a prop in her own movie, but it's not the end of the world. Whatever. And yeah. it's especially, especially knowing that this is the last Disney animated feature with any real money put it, plugged into it, until we get to, like, fucking Beauty and the Beast, which we've already covered, I don't, but, like, man, that even makes it even I extra, like, man, I'll, 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 yeah, fucking, I'd rather I watch this think... than 101 Dalmatians. Well, yeah. Or fucking Rescuers, think... or... Of any fully animated movie, hand animated, that looks as good as this, maybe The Prince and the Pauper. Maybe. Mm, even The Prince and the Pauper, I think, looks a little garish. Like, there's mm -hmm. a lot of, like, checkerboard, 
weird, overly busy texture stuff going on in the Prince and the Popper. I don't think the character designs are in that as great, but, like, yeah, especially, because you could still say, like, the, the, the 90s Disney animated uh, Renaissance movies really don't count, because they had CGI helping them with a lot of that stuff. Especially, mm -hmm. the, like, you know, Hunchback of Notre Dame, there's lots of great, you know, stained glass stuff and gothic cathedral stuff, but a lot of that was helped out with computers. But, like, you're talking about, like, yeah, just flat-out, just hand-drawn artistry. Yeah, it's kind of hard to beat Like, I, I know you'd probably say um, the Prince of Egypt, but I just, I, I have an oh, issue with the like, way they did faces in that. Uh, yeah. I actually really like the fact that the, uh, the the faces in Prince of Egypt are designed like they don't look like Disney characters, but <laughs> there's some moments in that movie where the facial features start to float around. Yeah. Where it gets a little like, yeah. So I, I love any mo any movie that does not trying to look like a Pixar or a Disney feature. Even if I don't mm -hmm. like that character design. Like, even, I hate to say it, fucking Shrek is fucking ugly and nasty, but at least they weren't just like trying to make people look like they weren't just trying to look like a Pixar movie. It looks like yeah. garbage, but at least it's not like trying to eat <laughs> something else. But yeah, but yeah, hey, I really movie. like this movie. I'm I'm glad you didn't hate it and or find it. I mean, you still found it boring. But... The terrible things. I don't care much for the music too, which is funny because it's based off the Tchaikovsky. Like oh, I, think I think the main they should have done da, this more. Da, 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 da. I like I wish there was a wider variety of melodies. Hmm. I mean, although according to you, there are melodies that show, but like I don't pay. I, the only melody I remember from this movie is just the "Once Upon a Dream" melody mm -hmm. from Tchaikovsky, which I, I didn't realize he wrote his own lyrics. It's funny that the lyrics he wrote for once for his music just happened to <laughs> coincide with what happens in this movie. You would have been, I, I would have liked to seen like Cinderella use the ballet music that from Cinderella. Why not? Man, you know what? Kind of interesting if Disney went back and well, I was gonna say if Disney went back and like reimagined like snow white as a as another 2d hand-drawn animated feature i mean they would mm -hmm. never do that but it'd be kind of funny if like like not necessarily just remake like snow white but like if they just like okay if we could just retell the story now we're gonna try to ignore as much as we can like the original isn't version of that, pinocchio but like isn't that what they did with once what's once is that the tv that show yeah, that shitty, shitty no, Disney but that TV was show. Like, I, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm goofing my on that. I'm not serious. That, and I would come in, and like, there's obviously like Anna and Elsa, and I'm like, yeah. that looks like sub park cosplay oh, Anna and Elsa. One of the worst shows on TV. Like, it's one of those things where like I could see if they were trying to like. It's like they, they were... saw what was the uh, fairy tale police procedure that they shot in Portland. Not the um, fish police. No. It, uh, oh God! Not supernatural. No. Um. Uh, not supernatural. Or the the fucking. Oh God! My wife What's... watched it. I should remember the name. Is that a? And they shot in Portland. There was the Greg Rucka, Portland's, TV show. And they had a huge sale of all the props and costumes. And yeah, Stumptown. Yeah, I know exactly. Oh, Portland, set TV show. show. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I know exactly what I'm little... talking about too. Grim? For some reason. Yeah, Grim. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I feel that was Disney's response to Grim was did once and Jesus. But yeah, no, that's the thing. Cause like even like, yeah, cause like I could see if the you know cause like Frozen originally started off as like the Snow Queen, so I could see if they had mm -hmm. the Snow Queen show up. But no, it was obviously like it was Anna and Elsa, and like yeah. you could tell it's like. 
Yeah, they weren't. It's not like thing where like we're gonna take inspiration from the same inspiration that inspired these movies. Like we're just gonna try to do live action versions of the characters. Oh man, but yeah, I don't know. Even if you did like, like even if it wasn't even Disney involved, if you just did like, like any version of Sleeping Beauty, I don't know what that story would be. Whether it was animated or live action or what, like, yeah. I, I guess don't know you if can you can. I don't. I don't know if you can redo this just because it was so big budget for the time and it's it it it's not going to look as good just because you had the best artists at the time working on it. Did Disney ever convert any of their 2D films into 3D? Back when 3D I, was big. I don't I want to say no if, because if you're going to do I mean, that the multiplane shit animated would Disney film this would yeah. be kind of which is weird because it'd like, either it's be so this or flat. Bambi because Bambi they had so much multiplane stuff in. Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, They're way more multiplane than even in this because this this only has like maybe half a dozen multiplane shots. Yeah, man, that's a good point actually. Yeah, but like, and also multiplane or three uh, D would be a little weird for this because everything is so flat and graphic. It wouldn't be yeah. like round three D. Everything would be on very segmented flat planes. Like you wouldn't be like you're trying to trick people into thinking like now, any of the characters three dimensional objects but this know. would be great for a viewfinder no yeah that's what i'm saying like shit 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 actually you know mm, mm. 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 a cgi remake of this mm -hmm. where you're still trying to emulate the ivan earl i don't know what? if you could do that though because like how how hey. could how can you make the square it's gonna look like minecraft with all the square trees i don't we <sighs> I don't understand why I don't know. You, you see some of the shorts on Disney Plus that like Pixar's put out and stuff where it is like it kind of looks like a painting. Why haven't they done that yet? They they keep sticking to these boring like Pixar style or the boring Disney well, styles. Why can't something look like an oil painting yet? Why don't they do it? That's one of the things where like I, I appreciate even though Disney had almost nothing to do with this movie outside of saying, hey, we're just going to make we're going to make sure this is at least one movie that looks like the concept art. Like again, I wish Pixar or Disney feature animation CGI stuff would be would try to do that. That's that's the thing that killed me about Tangled because that was the whole point of that movie was like Glenn Keane was trying to make a movie that was gonna look like a Renaissance painting, and well, no, I guess it's not Renaissance, but like what like a 17th century, 18th century oil painting, and the finished film just wound up looking like everything like like I love Tangled. But, like, they didn't even try. It's, like, they totally gave up on that. I, and, like, well, then that's one of the things I do like about Sony with, like, the, the end of the Spider-Verse and even Mitchells and Machines where they're not necessarily trying to emulate, well, I guess Spider-Verse to a certain degree with, like, its dot matrix color stuff. Try to, they try to emulate some kind of comic book printing uh, look to it. But at least, they're, yeah, it's, it's, it's any... I love any big blockbuster 3D thing that tries tries to fuck with the formula a little bit in terms of its visuals. But it is wild that, like, it's been a good decade and a half now they've had technology where they could have had a movie that looked like a painting or something like that, but no one's ever done it yet. And maybe there's some kind of still kind of technical things as to why that they, no one's tried to do that yet again, but, like, man, shit. Yeah. It's I mean, the, I was... Come on, guys. Go ahead. No, I'm just, just, yeah, like, there's so much more you could be doing with, like, 3D animated features that, like, not everything has to look like a goddamn Pixar movie. Pixar doesn't yeah. even have to look like a Pixar movie. I know, it's funny that, like, even, like, Luca, Pixar's most recent film, I saw was lauded because it's like, oh, it doesn't look like your everyday normal Pixar movie, just because the character designs are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's still... 
Looks like, yeah, mm. I don't know, but yeah. Come on, yeah, come was... on, guys. Get a little more I... interesting looking with your animation. Yeah. I was just scrolling through the um, IMDb trivia, because, you know. <laughs> you try to hurt yourself. Why I am, because that? here's here's a great bit of trivia. Jesus. 47 of 51 people found this interesting. That's though. the terrible thing, is when you can say people voting on the show when they think it's good or interesting, yeah. Studio trademark, habitually barefoot character. Aurora is barefoot <laughs> for all but the very last scene. What? <laughs> Woo! Thanks, Quentin. Studio I'm trademark? Gl- I'm glad Quentin Terry. I don't know, man. What? Quentin Tarantino's it's... up in IMDb trivia again. You know, when people talk about Disney animated features, the first thing they always talk about is all those barefoot characters. I mean, Cinderella takes her shoes off, but she's not barefoot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Are they just conflating the two? So, man. So, yeah, looking at the... Well, I guess, like, talking about future stuff to do on the podcast with us, like... Yeah, kind of focusing our future efforts, I guess. Yeah, the only thing, uh, looking at Disney through the decades right now, if we were still sticking to the old formula of having to decide what to do every time. Yeah, it's funny mm-hmm. that like our next project would have been Darby O'Gill and the Little People, which I can't believe we've already done on the podcast. We did it! Hey, yeah. you know, the <laughs> third man it. on the mountain had big Darby O'Gill vibes with the characters. God. And so I'm assuming our next Disney through the decades thing will be 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, and if we do that, I the only the and only then thing Sammy the Seal. <laughs> you want no. to do Sammy the Seal? No, I don't want to do Sammy the Seal. Um, would only be oh, skipping I do, over I Pollyanna a... and the Swiss Family Robinson. Thank part goodness. Two. I yeah. am a little sad, only for one reason that we don't do the Parent Trap because I'd love to complain about what awful, awful, awful human being those parents are and how they don't deserve really? to get back together. They separate twins and never tell them to get on a sibling. Is that what the I've never seen the movie. I've seen the ads and everything like that, but I've never. So seen- the Parent Trap. I haven't seen it since I was really <laughs> young. But there, the, these parents get a divorce. They each take one of the twins. The what? twins don't know that they have a twin. <laughs> they meet at a summer camp and are like, "Oh fuck, you look like me." Oh, you look like me. And instead of being like, we got to talk to our parents and find what? out what the hell they did. They're like, let's switch places. <laughs> and then it's the, it's them trying to get their parents back together. When it should be them saying, hey, we're going to divorce the heck out of like, our parents because the they parents. suck ass. Because I have a twin sister that they never told me about. So what's the deal with that? Hmm. No me gusta. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming the parents get back together at the end. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Lot and lots of split screen, I'm assuming. Like lots yeah. of like Ugh. Yeah, because it's what's her butt, uh Haley Mills. Yeah, well like I said, you're captain of the Disney of the Decade. No, stuff, no, no. So I'm wanna, not like I th- we I, can I, do Paratrap. No. We can do Sam I got, the Seal. It's it's over two hours long. I don't want to do oh, it. Oh <laughs> no. Wait, how is the Paratrap over two hours long? Well, I guess I don't a know. complicated plot like that, I guess. <laughs> they gotta sing Let's Get Together, yeah, 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 a dozen times. Dalmatians. Man, what the fuck? God. Okay, that I didn't realize that was. Mm. Yeah, Ooh. it's it's. What? I, I don't I don't know what was wrong. I thought par- it was about two the... strangers, like girls who just realized they look like each other. No, and they're, they're, tw- like, they're like they're, we want to be sisters. No, they're legit twins. They, their parents separated. Each took one, like they were like they were a couple of of fucking Rottweilers that got split up during a divorce. Oof, a do. Yeah, and okay. then they were like, "Let's I'm glad make that." I missed that on that. Then yeah. let's do that again with Lindsay Lohan this time. <laughs> oh, is that? It was so was good. Like they named the first it twice. Thing she came up with was was 
That, like, one of her first big hits was... I think so. I don't know. I didn't follow the career of Lindsay Lohan. I didn't get all the attention. Oh, man. I I went straight into 101 Dalmatians just to see what the difference in the visual style is. And, yeah, they really... This is a different thing than fucking... That's a leap, man. They... Yeah. Okay. Save this for next time. But, yeah, so, like, yeah, like, now that we're going to be hitting mostly just the highlights of the Disney through the decades, I guess it's going to be this... It's going to be 101 Dalmatians and uh, Sword in the Stone. Yep. Are the next two things we're going to be doing on the podcast. So. And then Mary I'm, Poppins. I'm, I'm you're, glad really to doing... to your... <laughs> you're really close to your... You're really close to your... Getting your movie in. Oh, shit, it is. The next three things are 101 Dalmatians, Sword in the Stone, and Poppins. Yeah. Oh, shit, son. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to complain about that. And no. then after Poppins, it's Jungle Book. Yeah. Oh, and that that Poppins is going to be the last Disney uh, is alive era thing I'm going to be talking about then. Shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And but speak. Well, do we have anything else to talk about Sleeping Beauty? We talk about next week's episode. I don't. I'm trying to think like think yeah, if so. any other trivia I've ever heard about this movie or anything like this. Like I can't think of any. But yeah, it is pretty. I, I'm. Yeah. I, had, I had no idea that you liked it, or I don't remember having any idea that you liked it that That's much. That's more what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I like. There's nothing to hate about it, but other than just like. Yeah, like I'd rather watch it. Flat. I'd rather watch it than Cinderella. I'd rather watch it than Pinocchio. Yeah. I'd rather watch it than than pretty much any the Jungle Book. I'd rather watch it than 101 Dalmatians, the Aristocats. There's the, I can't I can't I'm think of much. To... I'd rather watch over Sleeping Beauty, given the option. I think I might casual. like maybe Pinocchio. Not even mm. to watch, but if just 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 to like have it on the background, just as a visual. I love how Pinocchio looks so much like an old Arthur Rackham. Or, like, there's something about, like, that 1940s trying to emulate, like, 1700s, like, watercolor kind of look just really appeals to me. But, like, that is, like, Pinocchio is kind of the apex of that. But, yeah, Sleeping Beauty is the best-looking yeah. classic Disney film. What do you think is the best-looking Disney animated feature in general? Like Besides uh, Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. Like, uh, and, and it, like from the 90s or the old old stuff or anything like that. Like, Well, it it's... I don't... No, I, I have we're a not real, talking about the CGI flicks. I have a real nostalgia. And I, we're talking about I that, know some yeah. some people don't like it, but I really, really, really do like the rough style of, like, the late 60s, early it's 70s It's definitely stuff a they, look. They yeah, it's like, not I really bad, like the way different. the sword and the stone looks because they are going for something different than Disney. Yeah. But and I also well, like the way the, sev- Disney, yeah. the 70s Winnie the Pooh's look, how it really looks like scruffy pencil. So yeah. much so that they 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 uh, kind of emulated that that style for a later Winnie the Pooh. On the list did. of 14 movies, when I was counting things out, I did count in both Winnie the Pooh movies. Oh, okay. So if you want to tackle those things. Probably just one of them, the yeah. more classic one from the 70s. Yeah, because they did, yeah, I think there's like, yeah, I think there's... One in the 70s and one in the 80s or something like that? I can't remember. There's been yeah. a couple. There's been, yeah. And one they did one like 10 years ago that no one saw. Yeah. That, that that was very specifically, like, they did, like, the line art to look like, I think they did, like, drew it on Cintiqs with, like, rough digital pencils to try to emulate that whole Xeroxed pencils yeah. look. That it, it becomes the big, that's the whole thing with the 101 Dalmatians next time. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but aside from, aside from Sleeping Beauty, they all, I'm, nothing's looked as good as that. Yeah. Nothing. What, nothing. Yeah. I have look makes me look at the backgrounds and say, "Damn, that is backgrounds." Like, pause look the good. movie and just like, yeah. yeah. And like I said, watching that for the first time in Blu-ray was like, holy shit! Like, just like that was 
like seeing Sleeping Beauty in HD justified just Blu-rays of format to me, and just HD television in general, just because it was like seeing shit that I had never seen before in any viewing of that movie, just in terms of like every little leaf and the yeah the fact that you can tell like the sponge paint texture from like the other kinds of painting textures and, and techniques they'd used on the background and so like just mm, yeah chef's kiss you know. And also, Aurora's the... hot, Maleficent's hot. That doesn't hurt yeah. you. So. Yeah. I like that um, Maleficent is really evil without being, like, unlikable. Is she the most evil villain? Because, like, Kingdom Hearts, like, again, not not say Kingdom Hearts. I mean, Hearts she does, she does curse. Stuff, but, like, it depends on what you mean by evil, because she does curse a baby, like, but powerful. also... She does, yeah, she does, she does try to... Well, she doesn't try to murder a baby as a baby, but she does try to... She does curse a baby. <laughs> Yeah, oh, dude, I mean, in, in the rescuers, the the villainous and that does make a child go into a dangerous hole to try to find a diamond. Also, to like, he's like almost lets her get eaten by a crocodile or something like yeah. that. that. Also, man, that character design. Yeah. Grotesque, like yes. bony. And I mean, <laughs> uh, Cruella de Vil does want to kill puppies, so yeah. Is yeah. is 101 puppies worth in a baby's life, a human baby's life? Mm. Are we gonna start doing that kind of math? Like, which one's worse? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, man! I, f I forgot Cruella Deville's like. I think she's a Mark Davis character too, so maybe not. She so much is, with yeah. Because they mentioned they mentioned that on the the documentary. Yeah, so yeah, that was Sleeping okay. Beauty. It's, it's Sleeping it, Beauty. It's not... good. I like it. Yeah, uh, the only the only anecdote I uh, heard from the animators that they would call it Sleeping Duty. They were so bored working on that movie. They just clapped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and by duty, I mean D-U-T-Y, not D-O-D-D-Y. Wait, D-O-S-M-R-T. Fuck. Oh. I fucked it up. Duty. <laughs> Sleeping duty. Mm -hmm. Sleeping poo-poo cock. <laughs> I don't feel. Okay. Next time we go back to the world of Avatar The Last Airbender, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be doing our second episode of that. And like I said, a yeah, slight change to our, our last episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. We said we'd be doing two episodes a week. I did the math and realized that means it would take us like a year and a half to do. Uh, so instead, we're going to be doing, we're going to continue doing four episodes a week like we did with the first episode. And uh, yeah, going by that, we should be that we should, we should be done by Avatar and, and the body of the main body of the podcast by like mid February, but yeah, the next four episodes of Avatar: The Last Airbender will be uh, Chapter Five: The King of Omashu, Chapter Six: The Imprisoned, Chapter Seven: The Spirit World Part One, and Chapter Eight: Avatar Roku. Uh, oh wait, I fucked that up. Shut. Episodes five through eight, ending with Avatar. There we Roku, go. Winter Solstice Part Two. That's that'll be the next mm. four episodes we'll watch of Avatar: Last Airbender. And yeah, yeah. Tired of the party. Tired of the party. It's we're winding down, and it's different now. I kind of like that we're on a rhythm. Like we know it's like we actually have because yeah, we we had no idea what the future of the podcast was for the longest time, but I do like like we have a pretty good idea of what like we'll be covering on both sides of the podcast now. So. That's yeah. nice. We also don't have to worry about like watching all the crap that's on Disney Plus that we didn't want to watch. You know, although I am a little sad we'll never find out what Mr. Boogity is, but maybe it's better that way. <laughs> like I said, we have 14 slots. Fill those 14 slots with whatever you want. <laughs> 14 plus slots ish, yeah. It we can could. never live up to the thumbnail. I mean, hey, if we happen to, if it happens to be October and we're kind of near Mr. Boogity. <laughs> Who knows what could happen? Who Maybe knows? we'll do an extra episode. We won't even like fill up a slot. We'll do like two episodes in one week. We'll do like a special Halloween boogity 
Boogity. Mr. Boogity. Is there a Mrs. Boogity? Yeah, it's also Jesus. got an equally bad thumbnail. <laughs> Those thumbnails, what happened? Because, like, there's know. a lot of bad thumbnails on Disney+, Plus, but, like, the Boogity! Like, does someone have it out against Mr. Boogity? Like, oh, did wh whoever was the art director for the thumbnails on Disney+, Plus? Were their parents fired from the production of Mr. Boogity, so they, like, decided to make Mr. Boogity look like the most childish shit ever? It is just... Oof yeah. doo anyway. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. The Cat from Outer Space came out in the late 70s. I thought that was a mid-60s. Oh, yeah, the Don Nuts. Okay, I'm gonna stop looking at Disney+. Plus Again, the Disney th uh, Disney Through the Decades collection is still available through, if you go to TardyPodcast.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we keep on mentioning that, but yeah, it still has not come back. I guess it'll never come back on Disney+. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, so. Anyhow, next time it's going to be Avatar, and then after that it's 101 Dalmatians, so. Uh, yeah, very cool. If you got any thoughts on those, get them in, I guess. Yeah, uh, if you either. have any thoughts about either. Yeah, that's nice. We can, it's nice to know that we can tell people even further in advance, like, what we're going to be talking about in the future. So, yeah, if you have any 101 Dalmatian thoughts or thoughts about Avatar The Last Airbender in general, uh, just a reminder that Daniel, he, yeah, he knows, he doesn't know much about Avatar, so be careful, beware of spoilers, but we'll talk about anything, so. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll try to avoid them. I don't know. I mean, it's not like, it's not like anyone, like, gets, like, wiped out. Like, it's not like half the characters die or you have to worry about being spoiled for that or anything like that. It's still a, a goddamn Nickelodeon children's yeah. show, so. Yeah, there's not only so much you can be spoiled about. It's not Game of Thrones, but... Yeah. Yeah. Avatar right. next week. Yeah, Avatar next week. He's muttering on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. All that stuff. Share us around if you like Avatar. I'm curious to see where it's going. I'm actually interested now. It only took four episodes. Still takes a while to go. Like, yeah, we've only done the first four episodes. There's still no book. Yeah, this... Yeah. We actually have... There's been Avatar... Uh, two weeks ago, when we started talking about, we broke the news about us doing Avatar stuff. I was like, "There's Avatar stuff happening. There might be news." And there has actually been, for the first time in years, there's been news about the world of Avatar: The Last Airbender shit going on. Oh shit! Uh, that's happened. We could even talk about that. We'll save that for next week. But you know. So. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, well, until next time, keep filling your holes with Disney and Avatar pop culture, I guess. Yeah, for, yeah, we have to rewrite the beginning and endings of this podcast now. Yeah. yeah a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's just, I'm trying to figure out one way to, a way to end this with Once Upon a Dream. <laughs> We're uh, dancing through the clouds, and yeah. someone's changing my underwear. So mm -hmm. I'm not wearing a, I can, I can wear a dress in this fantasy scenario. I don't give yeah, a shit. Yeah, why not? Yeah, my, 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 my underwear dress is turning. Mm -hmm. Uh, pink and blue, or solder. Mm -hmm. what is, what you say, they keep saying make it pink, make it blue, and you said make it brown, and you did. Make it what? Brown. Brown, okay. Because the, I saw Maleficent in my shit, my pants too, just like. Yeah, just like the prince. Oh, okay, take it. Well, on that terrible note, I guess. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> She's making ruined it, it rain because I'm dancing in the clouds and just shitting on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, okay, yeah. Oh man. Alright, okay. Cat showers. <laughs> I can see Mary Weather, she's like giving the weather forecast of the king plane. She's like, and there's no picture of me on a cloud just shitting all over the kingdom. She's like, it's sketch now. Like, Where's Nikki pants when you need them? <laughs> okay, we love you guys. We'll be back later. Okay. Adios. Adios.